Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of A La Carte with Keithy. I am your host, Keithy Langston, and we are at the end of 2023. Uh, recently, I put down on uh, the Twitter, the artist formerly known as Twitter, and well as well as Facebook, that uh, if I was to have to repeat a year or so, I would repeat 2023. I'd also repeat 2022. Mm. And that's uh, kind of because I felt like these last two years were very good to me. Uh, but I want to bring in my co-host today. Uh, he is going to help me go over all the monumental moments of 2023. Uh, we're going to talk about some uh, some people that have passed on. We're going to talk about any kind of major events that took place. We're going to talk about the movies that came out this year, the television shows that came out this year, the songs that came out this year, everything 2023. The man is the co-host of the 9021 No So, the uh wonderful amazing excellent the 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 ultimate podcast for all of your beverly hills 90210 needs as well as a co-host of the upstart uprising on the jenny position uh exposition uh which is another amazing podcast about the x-men this guy pisses excellence uh he <laughs> is on twitter at psych 68 tim capo my buddy tim how are you Oh, Keithy, your your introductions are always so legendary, and and thank you for bringing me on. It, I guess, a nice little bookend in some ways. I was your first guest when you started a la carte, and mm -hmm. I'm I'm your last guest of the year here. You bet, you twenty twenty three. Just wait till the birthday episode. <laughs> oh yeah, right. So, and you say you would you would redo this year, and I. I questioned if that was because was the year so bad that you wanted to do over but you said it was actually quite good for you which um that's where we might part company a little bit but that's okay <laughs> well i know yeah. that that's yeah that's been a i think it's been a bone of contention for a lot of people and i was kind of doing some thinking recently just about um it was actually it was around the holiday around christmas and i was just thinking about you know, things that it's funny at Christmas time, I tend to think of things I'm thankful for. Not the one and not the holiday in November that's around, you know, that was developed around yeah, a little premature. Right? Yeah. But I enjoy thinking about it at Christmas time. And, and I was thinking about just going back and trying to remember years that I really thoroughly enjoyed. And, uh, you know, there's a few like I think like 1996, I think was a good year. 95 or 96. I, I, you know what? I singled out 96. Uh, <laughs> recently yeah. as well it's like i i made a joke that oh we should we should rank the years right we're oh, in our sure. circle of friends we're so into ranking everything we do mm -hmm. all these ranking projects so like rank the years of our lives and 96 would be up there certainly i think so i think i went to disneyland disney world excuse me in 96 mm, uh it was a band trip of course so i mean it was but it was fun like we had a great time and uh you know i i actually look back now on high school even though i hated school in general uh my sophomore year up was pretty good because i i started to get more friends and started to become a little bit more uh i i'll say popular for lack of a better word i was never really popular but i got to be more people wanted to hear my nonsense on a daily basis and you know but it was just uh i mean and then there's like this whole block of time in the early 2000s that are okay uh and then we won't talk about the 11 years <laughs> that that's Something happened. <laughs> something, a major something life happened. Event something happened in my life that we we'll just cut that out, and I'm sure she'll listen to this and be like, "Hey, what the fuck?" But that's okay. <laughs> and uh, 
But I mean, and then of course we can't, we can all remember 2020. And uh, do you know, actually there's a picture of me in, um, I mean, it's January 1st, 2020. Uh, 0000001. So it was right after the ball dropped and the clock changed over. My friends yeah. took a picture and I was wearing sweatpants and I looked like I was birthing the year. Like I lifted my legs up like they were in stirrups and, and Amazing. <laughs> I had friends who have blamed me for that. They went, it was from your ass, the 2020 happened. It's like something out of a John Waters movie. What are we basically? Doing? <laughs> yeah, Pink Flamingo, right? Um, honestly, my goodness. Yeah. honestly, 2020. Look, setting aside, um, the millions of worldwide deaths. Um, personally, personally, <laughs> that one year. it was kind of a kind of a highlight for me. I uh, <laughs> I look back on it fondly. I was sort of sort well, of living my look. I was equipped. I, I was just life. <laughs> very equipped for quarantine. The the world for actually sure. became a place where I, I don't live in a world that's designed for me. Okay, most of the you, time, and I understand that. I completely get that. I I'm not going to yeah. sit here and complain about it. But for once mm. in my life, the world became a place that oh, this is what it would be like if the world was actually built for me. Right. You were finally terrible. Yes. An atrocity for most people, but quite lovely and peaceful for me. Well, so. I Hey, you know? Uh, you know, we all know Pete. Greetings from Allentown, Pete. Pete always, Pete one time introduced me on the show as a man who was always uncomfortable. And he announced and he brought me in and I went, you're right. And it's because it always has to do with like where I'm sitting because I'm a bigger guy. So it's always like I never can find like a good seat. I have trouble with clothing, you know, like sometimes I get clothes yeah. and I think mm -hmm. they're going to be the right size and they're a little too small. And so I'm always I prefer not to wear clothing when it's when it's optional. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm exactly in the same boat as you like this. The pandemic wasn't that bad for me because I, I didn't really get sick. You know, knock wood. I didn't. Well, knock sure. Wood anymore. Yeah. I didn't get sick at all from it. And it was, it was, it was the world was built for me. Stay home, have stuff delivered yeah. to your house, never leave. Like I was like, this Fantastic. is freaking awesome. Like I love Don't it. even so. have and, and have things delivered, not even have momentary interactions with the people yes. delivering shit to you. They, they just, just leave it. They just leave I it. Guess we were downstairs. Thank you very much. You know, like that, mm -hmm. like that kind of thing. It was great. I mean, yeah, it was obviously the, like you said, the, the thousands and thousands of deaths. I mean, the millions of deaths. Look, I mean, you know, you know. Uh, relatively uh, on a global level we can agree we all gotta go not soon. a highlight in, in a macro sense but for right. for us on a personal level mm -hmm. I, I i just it's it it's hard to find fault it's yeah. hard to find fault it wasn't that bad i mean it's it just you know i mean it was it, it no i'm just gonna leave it at that it wasn't that it wasn't all that it bad. wasn't that bad <laughs> it wasn't that bad <laughs> It's Listen terrible, it. but you know, but I mean, Listen and then I look, us. yeah, well, but I mean, and then if I was to say like good years, like 2022 and 2023, I got to go to Italy both years, uh, mm, which has okay. always been something that I had dreamed of when I was younger traveling and stuff. Yes. Um, I went to my, I consider it my first real WWE pay-per-view in 2023. Cause I did go to the SummerSlam that was at the Boston Garden a few years back, but I, it was like during the era where they weren't really doing anything. So it was kind of like a shitty pay-per-view. But uh, it was just, it was a big deal for me. I started my podcast. I started getting involved with the, you know, the place to be nation and the North South connection doing stuff for, mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. other, for other shows. I mean, to me, these last two years have just been very, I 
perform stand-up for the first time, which was something that was a big deal for me. That was like a bucket list item. So, I mean, for me, these last two years have been very good uh, for my own personal growth and development. Uh, right. It sounds like you challenged yourself in a lot of ways. And, and I they did. Paid off positively. And, and the 2024 challenge is uh, I, at SummerSlam, I bought a, uh, a 3X shirt. And my challenge is to fit comfortably in the 3X shirt when I go to the WrestleMania ah, this year. <laughs> so Okay, yeah. I got four Give months to shed to... some extra body weight, yeah. Right, gives you a goal to work towards. I, I understand that. Yes. Yep. And then uh, my other goals for 2024, I would say, are to uh, continue to expand a la carte with Keithy so that hopefully I can get more people to come on and join me and 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 live out my nonsense with them um you know of course yeah. i want you to be there with me as well um you know from time to time i don't want to i don't want to drag you into this pit of despair every day every no time. you bet well listen <laughs> i um i actually just got a call the other day from um from bruce willis he 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 wants to know why he hasn't been on <laughs> uh, poor boy. Poor. that 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 that, that tickles your fancy that's what we call in the industry a callback. You that did that tickled your fancy though because you were texting. You were texting I, us about. You went. This shit's fucking good. We I, went back and forth about me. the ref. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. The, we the went back and forth really... about the ref about that. You know the great holiday movie, the ref, and you were you were fucking. No, I could tell you were laughing. They delivered on, on your your. Christmas oh yeah, Chris and Chris. The, Chris and Chris always deliver the mail. I uh, I give them shit too because um. Well, Chris, L.A. Chris is always like, I sucked so bad on that. I sounded so terrible. Oh, no. And I always go, shut up. I go, you're fine. And then Boston Chris is always like, was that okay? Was I all right? And I was like, buddy, you're fucking gold. I go, are you kidding yeah, me? I, mean, I don't have a horse in the race. I don't know them. I would I would say they right. sucked. sucked I, I go, no, it was very entertaining. Well, I always tell Boston Chris, I go, dude, I ask you to come on the show and you bring notes. I go, you do like research. I go, nobody was. I don't even do research for this. Right. Show. I mean, come on. <laughs> So, uh, but it'll, it'll be fun. I think, uh, this, this coming year, hopefully, are there any, are there any goals? I don't, I don't want to say resolutions cause that's such a passion. Sure, are sure. there any goals that you think you have for the upcoming year? Yeah. I, I hesitate to say resolutions as well. I, mm. I, I should, I'll put it this way. I should do more to address my health, uh, physically, if not meant, I mean, look, we, both need work don't get me wrong but <laughs> physically um in particular has has been a uh has been a source of neglect let's mm. say for a long time now and mm -hmm. i don't know if, if it's one of those i just i just turned 40 back in september i don't feel any sort of way about that other than it might be a good idea to take better care of myself if i want to live to mm, 41 <laughs> oh even better well let me ask you this have you started setting have you started sitting on your balls yet oh i yes i i've been sitting on my balls for, that, for oh, years honestly oh, yeah excuse me that's usually yeah a thing i mean that I happened think. um gosh last time that it's not an all the time thing but oh no, no. that did happen a few weeks ago um i, I just <laughs> You know, you just you're not thinking sometimes, and you nope, and you just go right down on a hardwood chair, and you're like, God damn it! I mean, it happens to me all the time, and yeah. you know, I say that's like the that's the benchmark of when you turn forty is that you start sitting on your balls a lot. So, yeah, all you men out there, yeah. you're gonna have it's gonna happen to you too. So, gravity just is a bitch. It just starts to <laughs> it starts everything starts to sag, and 
Yeah, you know? no, it happened. I mean, I know, like, uh, for me, yeah, like, 40 was just, you You really can't bounce back from, from stuff like you did when you were even, shit, even 35, you know? like I And I'm not even talking about, like, I'm not a big drinker or a big party animal or anything, yeah. but, like, even just something where if you don't go to bed at your regularly scheduled <laughs> yes. time and you're like, let yep. me stay up, and then you're like, God, you're dragging ass for, like, the next three days, so. You're, oh, yeah. I might mm-hmm. be calling out honestly if if I go to bed too late, or uh, the big one. The big one for me is if I eat something that I shouldn't um, really late, like close. Yeah. To, we'll say not so much what time it is that I eat it, but right. what is how adjacent is that to when I go to bed? If I eat something really awful and then just go right to sleep, My, I'm gonna have a rough morning. I know I'm gonna have a bad bad morning. Like pre forty, I could drink a coffee at like nine thirty at night and be in bed by eleven. Now, yes. if I drink like now, yes. if I drink like a a, a tea at like at say seven, I'm up all friggin' night going. God damn, I gotta go to the bathroom again. It sucks, so, dude. It yeah, sucks. it's we're getting old. It happens. I mean, you know, what are we gonna do? You can't, you know, do? you can't. The the undisputed champion of all time, Father Time. He's never. You're never gonna be able to. You're never gonna be able to beat that. So, right, you know. But uh, well, until I succeed in my goal of uploading my mind into the cloud and I can ooh. uh discard this useless flesh suit, um, it's flesh. I have no use for it. I've ceased having any use for it, um, long yeah. since ceased having any use for it, honestly. But uh, and that's uh, that's another story. That's a that's a good segue into something we can kind of talk about right now. Uh, my transhuman ambitions, really. Well, I mean, there's so there was a show that came out. Uh, its newest season came out this year. Um, it was an it's an Amazon original upload. Oh, I I wondered if you were gonna starring Robbie Amell. Good, is that good? Because I've sort of wanted to watch it, and I I think it's on what its third season, and I yeah never started watching it for some reason. Uh, All right, so it's on Amazon. It's on Amazon, so it's on Amazon Prime. So anybody that has that, you can. It stars Robbie Amell. Andy Allo is uh, she's the lead female character on it. I will tell you that it is it's really good. It really mm. is. And also, I want to also give it. I also want to say like uh, there's also Allegra Edwards is uh, on it as well. She stars as uh, Robbie Amell's uh, fiance, I believe it is. And um, yeah. she's fantastic as well in it. I mean, the, the cast is really good. I like them a lot. Um, I I love Robbie Amell. I think um, he's I I like him. I also like his cousin uh, Stephen Amell. But I think I Robbie say, Amell, not to be confused with Stephen Amell. No, who I love. Sure. I, I gotta say I love the Amell cousins. I think they're great. I think they're both very good. Um, it's a little kind of you like you can tell it's an Amazon show as opposed okay. to like Netflix picking up or or even like Apple or 
you know, Peacock or whatever. The, like, Not you can the tell most peak TV prestige kind of thing. Right. Like, it's kind of, I mean, it's, although it's not like crazy predictable. You know, it's funny because Amazon also put out um, Good Omens, which also had a, had its second season, I believe, this year. And mm. Good Omens is fucking amazing. <laughs> but um, we can talk about that as well. But uh, no, I think that. I would recommend checking it out. I really would. I think it's a. I think it's a really good show. I think it's a fun watch. It's quick because it's only half an hour. Each episode's only half an hour, so it's a quick watch. Um, it's fun. They play with like they play with the idea of you know the premise is that you can upload your 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 mind basically to uh, like an online community and yeah. um, and it's just it's a it, they play around with it and it's a lot of fun. So I would recommend checking it out. Um, like I said, the, the third season premiered this year. So that was kind of a that was kind of a good, you know, good little segue for us. Moving in, have you watched Good Omens with Michael Sheen and David Tennant? I I have not. Um I know that it's um isn't it kind of similar to what's the Neil Gaiman thing? American Gods, but it's a little a, bit well, more it, it's actually Neil Gaiman wrote the book. Yeah. Yeah, okay. and it was um well the book was based by Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Uh Terry Pratchett, who was from um I most people I think he was the English satirist. Uh he mm. did like um some some good like fantasy novels and things like that. But um he was yeah, he's they did that. They wrote uh good omens. Uh, Neil Gaiman also did like Sandman. I know everybody loves yep. Sandman. Yeah, he also did mm -hmm. um, American Gods. American Gods is much. I mean, I only watched like the first season of American Gods when it was on. I think it was on like what Stars or something like that, and it was good. But this is much better. I mean, th the premise of this show yeah. is that you have <clears throat> you have a demon, so you have a fallen angel, and the demon is played by David Tennant, who is one of the doctors from Doctor Who. Yes, um, I what was he the? Is he like the eleventh? I think he was the 11th, 10th. He's the 10th, and then he was he was the 10th Doctor, and then he came back as the 14th Doctor real quick, which was kind of funny. And then it stars Michael Sheen as a uh, angel. And they're both on Earth to be, like, the good and the bad side of, like, humanity. So, like, and I'm not really giving away a ton of spoilers, but, like, no, um, yeah. David Tennant is the one that's the snake that, that convinces adam and eve to eat the apple you know oh cool okay. and then but um michael sheen who plays a xerophel he's the angel he gives them like a sword like the flaming sword that they can take out of eden so that they can fight the animals and kill the animals and live so it's like they basically show throughout the course of the first season they show various times where like the two of them have like met and like they kind of counteract each other so mm. And then there's like one time where they're just like, why don't we just go to the office and just hang out? And they're like, and David Tennant's like, let's just go and hang out. He's like, we're going to cancel each other out anyway. And Michael yeah. Sheen's like, but when we get in trouble and he's like, and David Tennant's like, nobody checks on us. So it's like <laughs> really good. Funny. Yeah. And then this season was the second, second season, which again, it was, I love it. Um, it also has um, uh, John Hamm is in it and fucking John Hamm, John Hamm has, not really secretively, because I've I've raved about him like recently, but he has come up as like one of my new favorite like actors. Like anything John Hannum is, and I've never I've never fully watched Mad Men, so this is all everything other than Mad Men. I right. fucking love John yeah. Hamm. 
Like he is amazing. I think outside of Mad Men, he's a little bit slept on because he is really good and everything. Yeah. I was raving about it with on I would think I was I think I was talking with Pete about how he does um confess Fletch. He did like the new Fletch movie. And I said, and I loved the the first two Fletch movies starring Chevy Chase. So for me to see like a guy come in and take that iconic role, in my opinion, iconic role, and he came in and he's perfect. Like he was perfect in it. So I was like, yeah, get that guy in more shit. But um, yeah, so Good Omens had its second season. Um, highly recommend checking that out. That's also on Amazon Prime. Um, that's a quick, that's, I think those are 45 minute to 50. It's an hour episode, so it might take a little bit to get through, but that's something you could probably binge and binge quick because it's, especially knowing how you are with like, you know, fantasy and comics mm. and they, like you would eat it up. You would love it. Yeah, I, I sometimes struggle with, fantasy that's that's steeped in like heavy religious iconography that may yeah. be just some baggage of being a lapsed catholic but the way that it sounds like it is executed would probably be more to oh, my yeah. liking where it's yeah because it's know, total satire we're getting together to have beers or whatever because they're like yeah. oh this is bullshit right but it's also <laughs> it's total it's total satire so it's just like yeah you know, yeah that's that's yeah. more uh, right up my alley well yeah speaking of amazon i i do have i guess yeah two two that i could recommend i that i don't know if you ever got into but uh one is it, it and it just dropped uh, recently. I think it's on a mid-season hiatus right now, but it's the second season of Invincible, which is an animated ah, series. Yes, uh, based I on the comic. Yes, I have not watched it yet. I would recommend it. It. I'll mm -hmm. put it this way: some people are like, "Oh my god, it's so good! You have to see it." It hasn't really like knocked my socks off in that way, but. I would say it is really good and it is really worth the watch. And for an animated series, it really, and look, I know we're talking streaming, but let's just say it gives you a lot of bang for your buck. It's mm. like every episode is a minimum 45 minutes. I think the first wow. season was eight episodes. I mean, that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot when you think sure. production wise for an animated show. Sure. Um, second season They've dropped, I believe, four episodes um, and, you know, same thing. Uh, really, just really good voice cast. Um, and if you're, I assume you're familiar with the premise, even if you haven't read the comic, it's it's basically a young superhero in training. Mm -hmm. um, his dad is a, basically a Superman stand-in who goes bad. And that is no spoilers. That's literally from the jump. You see that happen. Okay. And uh, it's, you know, how we deal with that. I would say my one criticism, if I, if I really have anything about the show mm -hmm. is that the, the titular character invincible who, again, he's like this high school student. He's kind of the least interesting part of the show, <laughs> okay. but it's sort of unavoidable. It, it, a little yeah. bit of that is by design because he is our, our point of view character. He's our, yeah. you know, establishing the world. It's it, it, seeing all this through his eyes. You kind of have to make him that little bit of a boring every man mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. sort of trope, but yeah. The supporting all the supporting characters because there's the there's a team that he interacts with quite a bit. Um, they get into some really interesting, cool, fun stuff. 
Yeah. Um, great action. It, it's hyper violent. So if that's going to be a turn off, do not watch the show because it it is graphically graphically violent. Okay. Um, so wow, yeah. even on even on like even for an animated show, it's it is firmly yeah. firmly TVMA. Uh, okay. I mean, we're yeah, we're seeing we're seeing everything. So mm. for some people, that might be a draw. I mean. It, and I am the type of person, I'm not like a gore hound, but it, it doesn't turn me off. I'm, sure. I'm like a big, you know, I'm a big horror fan. Mm-hmm. So that's that's not going to be a, a detriment by any means. But some of it, even for me, I'm like, all right, guys, <laughs> it's a bit much, don't you think? Yeah. Um, so that's one. And along the same lines, um, we did not get a new season of The Boys this year, live no. action. Uh, but we did get the spinoff. Um, Generation V, which mm-hmm. I have not actually finished, but I did start. Um, it is very good. I, I know I'm going to like it, so it's it's something I can confidently recommend with, without even yeah. having finished it yet. But it's like, yeah. it's one I just i I started and and kind of got interrupted. You know how that goes. So I that do. is something maybe I'll try to finish um, before the end of the year. I I don't know how many episodes there are, but. Um, just a really, I mean, if, if you like that world of the boys, that's very uh, cynical and immersive at the same time, this is, mm-hmm. this is an interesting side story st- set within that universe. Okay. So those would be my Amazon prime. Those picks. are, yeah, I would say those are good. Those are good picks uh, for, shows on amazon if we move to like the next hulu because i just know mm. there's a couple because th- one of them happens to be uh and i haven't and you know what's funny is i haven't watched gen i haven't watched generation v i haven't watched invincibles so i'll have to watch those two um here's one i don't watch i haven't watched and i need to is only murders in the building okay that that yeah. was season New that season. had season three it came out this year uh, I mean, I don't know why I haven't watched that. Probably because it's just Hulu and, you know, Hulu's always like the last thing I think to watch. Mm-hmm. But um, Steve Martin, Martin Short, I'm like, that's right up my fucking alley. With if you guys. like them, then then you'll like the show. I, yeah. I know that not everybody, they're not to everyone's they're not everyone, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. taste. But uh, I, mean, I heard that maybe that is moving to a network deal in its next season. I don't know. Really? Um, oh, see, now I, find yeah, that, I find that funny mm-hmm. because... You would think that shows would be moving away from network. I know. More on you would think. Yeah, yeah. But okay. Must be desperate. But um, yeah. that is one that um, has just been real rock solid consistent. I feel like mm-hmm. over the past three, three seasons yeah. where that streaming model, you kind of, you never necessarily know when, when you're going to get a new season, whether it's going to mm-hmm. be a year away, a year and a half. Yeah, ten thousand years in the case of Stranger Things. Um, <laughs> just never gonna oh, finish. I thought you were gonna anymore. I, I thought you were gonna slip in uh, Game of Thrones or uh, what's the, the the dragon House of Dragons? House of, like House, yeah. Like, come on, Jesus. But it's been just year after year. Um, yeah. There's been a new season. It's been pretty damn solid. So yeah, hard to go wrong with that. I, I no. Would and then I think. Um, I I mean I as far as like end of the year awards I, my end of the year award for just one particular episode of a show 
was fishes from the bear and the bear, the had bear. i knew you bear. were gonna say that so I, good God. so good but that episode itself is it, it should win every award every award ever, the, they need to make new awards to give to that yeah. because it I, if I, I said if jamie lee curtis doesn't win the emmy for you know what guests a best guest a supporting at mm-hmm. jamie lee curtis was a tour win the award for like best thing she's yeah. ever done they should give her the freaking like, oscar for best actress for that freaking television show. She was, yeah she was i just so good in that episode and the bear itself is a fucking amazing oh, show um uh, yeah i mean i can't wait for that next season to come out um jeremy allen white has also been because i wasn't a huge well, shameless fan but uh sure well we towards just, the end it got a little all right yeah a bit much he gets um, a little too much oh are you talking about shameless or are you talking about shameless yeah, shameless yeah. Yeah, yeah shameless gets to be I, I think after about the fifth did i make it as far as the sixth season i know it lasted a long time <laughs> i remember saying to my brother one time i mean like isn't this show supposed to be kind of like a comedy yeah, like I always right? thought it was it like a, like an R-rated yeah. Roseanne, and then I'm like, this show is mm-hmm, depressing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's Which, not fun at all. And I was okay with that to an extent, but then when it got to be like, all right, these characters are starting to feel like not the same characters anymore. It, right? it got a little, but it got um, he, but uh, yeah, Jeremy <laughs> Allen White, he's had a good year, right? Yes, yes, he has. Yeah, he has a very good year. Um, so the Bear, though, I think is the type of show that. People who haven't watched it are probably sick of hearing about it. Mm. And, and that would be like, I would be that type of person, right? There's, yeah. there's the type of show that if I haven't seen it, but people are so insistent upon, I must watch it. I sort of end up not watching it out of spite, which right. I don't know who I'm spiting, but myself, um, yeah. uh, but I, I will with respect to the bear, I will just say it, it is as good as people say it is. That, mm-hmm. That's all I can mm-hmm. really say about it. If you are put off by all the acclaim and, Oh, you must see it. It it really truly is. The second season just ratcheted up to another level. Yep. Did some yep. great exploration of the side characters in that show who mm-hmm. were a little bit underdeveloped in the first season. They get a lot of shine. Um, it's it's not like the nonstop um, living in a panic attack that the first season is. Yes, with the exception of the one episode we have highlighted, mm-hmm. where they kind of save all that, store up all that tension, and then just release it. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was an extended episode too, right? That's normally about a what about a twenty-two minute show, and I think they expanded that yeah. one out to like fifty minutes or so. They did so. Mm-hmm. Um, or gosh, is it is it even 90 minutes? I anyway, it is however long it is, it is wall-to-wall emotional terrorism. Yeah. And, and Ter- yeah, we're sitting perfect here. phrase. Perfect it, phrase. Emotional terrorism. It really is. And and, yeah, and, it, and it's yeah, we're sitting here episode. going, you must see it. And it's a Christmas episode. So. And it's a Christmas episode. Yeah. So good. Um, I it's do want to say, and I know I'm gonna butcher her name and I feel terrible, but I, is it Io Edivri? Uh, she's the uh, yeah. I I'm not going to attempt. I, I, I know. I put your name. Yes, but she's the she's the one that plays um Sydney on that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's had a fucking banger of a year because she voiced in. Uh, she did a voice in Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. She's mm-hmm. Glory Grant. Mm-hmm. She played April O'Neil in the Teenage Mutant Turtles Mutant Mayhem. 
she was in that, that she was in that theater camp that like what was it on like was that on like netflix or something i Ooh, think that came out yeah that had like ben platt in it so she was in that this year uh she was in that uh show or uh, that movie bottoms that came out um she oh. also she she also does she took over the voice of uh missy uh foreman greenwald on big mouth from um oh uh, wow. from jenny slate who jenny slate did her for the four for first four seasons and then it was during the time when they started like you know like everybody was like oh you need to be the same ethnicity mm. of the character you're playing in comedy mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. and so they they recast her with with ao and io and she was fantastic like she she actually picks up the jenny slate um accent that she uses when she was playing the character before so she did that and in, in big mouth which is another great friggin netflix show um, um that show oogged me out i i tried <laughs> by design right i mean i know that's yeah, sort of the point yeah yeah it's the, supposed to yeah it's a gross my, show about my, my favorite thing of, it is very gross my favorite thing about it though is that nick kroll is playing a I think for lack of a better word, mm. Christian, I don't know if he's Catholic or whatever, but he's playing like a Christian teenager and he's very Jewish in real life. <laughs> and John Mulaney, who was raised Catholic, plays the Jewish kid. And John Mulaney, he out Jews everybody. <laughs> it's like the best. <laughs> he's serious. He's like, hey, come on. Like he's just, oh. he does the John Mulaney voice. And I'm like, that is the most Jewish person I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like he's well, so John weird. Mulaney, guest stars and yeah. fishes from, uh, from the bear, he is along with many, many yes. others. Yeah, no, that episode Star, star started was, episode. Yeah. Star started, yeah. Bob Odenkirk, um, Bob, oh. Jeremy yeah. Bernthal, like you know, is in that. I mean, he he's in the show for a lot of uh episodes where he's yeah. like, he plays the older brother, but yeah, him, no, yeah, he's he's fucking awesome in that episode. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis is the whole friggin' episode, though. Is she yeah, not? She I mean, is the whole fucking show. She's the, yeah. the whole episode. So I mean, if anybody needs to just go and I mean, I wouldn't even say just watch that one episode because it's not you're not going to get everything. But yeah, you, you do kind of need the context yeah. of who these characters are and and what's what's been going on. Yeah, Sarah Paulson's in that episode. <laughs> mm, that's right, Sarah yeah. Paulson, Jill, uh, Gillian, Gillian Jacobs, Gillian Jacobs. Mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. Gillian actually, but she's in that. Yeah, no, that's a friggin' awesome episode. Um. You know, forget about um, like the main, huh? We just keep going back to it. Well, because it was a, it was. A, well, I mean, there's other notable shows like. Um, did you ever have you watched that Kunk on Earth? That's on Netflix. I've heard of it, but yeah. no, I, I haven't actually watched it. Um, I gotta watch it because I watched that um, that Ricky Gervais show that she's in. Uh, where okay. It's, uh, God, I forget what the name of it is. Where basically it's Ricky Gervais's wife dies and she um afterlife it's the show's called afterlife so ricky gervais's mm-hmm, wife mm-hmm. dies from like cancer and he's like suicidal the whole episode so he just decides he doesn't give a fuck anymore and it only ran for three episodes really good show i mean it's an older show so it's not like you know it came out this year or ended this year but um it was really good because it it, it gives a whole it's ricky gervais so you it's, you get that weird kind of view of of mortality anyway and uh she yeah. stars she co-stars diane morgan is her name she co-stars in it as like one of his co-workers so it really makes me want to watch it um and i guess it's like a mockumentary where she walks around I've, and the only reason i know of it a lot is because like clips of it will pop up on my tiktok feed okay. and it's right and it's, and it's pretty fucking funny where she's like some people say 
that this is the first place Americans came from. But that's bullshit. <laughs> Just like <laughs> some shit like that. It's really fucking stupid. I feel like we need to watch it. <laughs> but yeah. um another one for Hulu. It's, I just realized I'm currently watching because not all the episodes have released yet. Is uh, we've got a new season of Fargo. Ah, yeah, I I think this is their is this their fifth season, I believe, and that is another one with a pretty irregular release schedule. There's a couple years between seasons of that show, typically. But so um, they, this is one that they stop airing it on FX now, and is it just strictly on? Uh, Hulu? Well, okay, yeah, I say Hulu. I am watching it on Hulu. I'm sure you can also watch it on FX. Um, I, I would not know, but it it is branded a kind of like the Bear. It is branded an FX show, but I've just been watching it on Hulu. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So I think the about the first four or five episodes, maybe more mm -hmm. um, by the time this drops have, have aired or have uh, come out. Yeah. Um, and it feels like a little bit more back to basics, similar to like the, the first and second seasons of Fargo. If you watched back then. Okay. Um, where it's kind of a, a slowly unraveling it's not a murder mystery nobody actually gets killed but there's like an attempted kidnapping but the victim uh turns the tables on her ah. assailants uh in a very interesting way and basically it's about all right what is the deal with this lady mm. um and, and she's married into like this very wealthy um midwestern family and they say like they do every season of Fargo. It is based on a true story. That is an absolute lie. <laughs> it's just something that Fargo does. Absolute um, farce. Yeah. It, it Apparently they, they say that they say at the beginning of the movie, they say it at the beginning of every se season of the show. Yeah. Um, and it's just complete, uh, a complete fabrication. It's just, <laughs> it's not illegal to make that claim. So they just do, I guess. Sure. <laughs> but it's, complete bullshit but um but the show is very very entertaining and I, you know i would say if if you've watched that show and, and you like just that style um of television do check that out and it, it is still like i said it hasn't completed yet but i i've yeah. seen enough of it to give it a recommend oh well that's cool all right um yeah i know a lot of people i i don't i haven't watched fargo but i know a lot of people that I know a lot of people that do. So that's always like that always gets like the that's a water cooler. I mean, that's a very dated for reference, but that's a water yeah. cooler show. I it, think it everybody. Is, yeah, everybody kind of talks about that. Um, Let me see other shows. I think obviously, like if we went to like HBO, like Succession wrapped up this year. Um, Yes. Um, did you oh, watch Succession? Uh, no, it, it's one that I actually said, you know what? I'm going to wait until this ins entire series is finished and I'm just going to binge it. So it's uh, the more it's one that I now, now that it is finished, I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. And I've I mean, tried more... to avoid spoilers as much as possible. But... Oh, I'm not even going to spoil anything. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a show. Let's just put it that way. It's, <laughs> it's like... a show. <laughs> it's so hard because like so many times like throughout the course of the show and i'm talking like all the the all the episodes like all four it was four seasons long 
there were like times where I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like it just things like didn't make sense and then they would make mm-hmm. sense and then they didn't make sense. Um, I will say that the the character that I wanted to come out on top from the beginning of the show came out on top. And okay, anybody that watched the show would know who I'm talking about. And and I loved this character from the get go. Um, so I'm I like applauded it, but um, there's also somebody who ends up in a fairly good position that I fucking hated. <laughs> and, and, and so it's like I was equally happy and equally angry yeah. at the end of the show. But give us um, and it taketh away. The one thing I will tell you is that uh it shouldn't have been called succession, it should have been called the fuck off show because they <laughs> literally say the phrase fuck off. Uh, 167 times every episode like it's just it, it in the first 30 seconds of the show like um what's his name comes on uh the main the main brother jeremy strong comes in mm-hmm. and he's in a he's in a meeting and he walks in and the guy says something and he goes fuck off it's like in the first 30 seconds of the show he says fuck <laughs> off and then it's just non-stop fuck off fuck off fuck off fuck off fuck off fuck off it's just mm-hmm. the whole time um but it's good well, they're not serious people, so they can fuck off. No, oh, you know that. I know some of the. Yeah, you I mean, I, I'm they're... familiar. I've actually seen. Um, <laughs> I think I've actually seen a couple of complete episodes from the first I actually, season, and I know like yeah. some of the memes so, and Brian, some of the quotes and stuff. So, I mean, I, I generally i I know who well, the characters the are, and yeah, <laughs> that's the best part you're of that episode. Brian Cox says to them, "You're not serious people." And yeah. <laughs> And that's, I think that's season four. And then the duration of season four, anytime anything happened with the, with the kids, I would just look at my brother and go, they're not serious people. Not serious people, yeah. It was, a, it was a never a true statement was said by an actor was Brian Cox. You're not serious people. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Also, I've HBO, got a, Oh, go ahead. Okay. No, go ahead. I'm talking you. Go well, ahead. Well, we might have the same one. We might have yes. the same one here. Uh, miniseries. Um, okay. Love and Death. Now, this was, was based. Okay, well, now this, unlike Fargo, actually mm-hmm. was based on a true story, oh. based on oh. the book that is the account of the true story by uh, uh, John Bloom, who other people may know as Joe Bob Briggs, the horror host uh, on Shutter and from the '90s, Monster Vision. I would throw an, a recommend to. Uh, the last drive-in which he he did uh i think this is his fourth or fifth year of doing that on the dedicated horror streaming service shutter as well anyway he wrote this book called love and death they made a mini series uh, on hbo starring elizabeth olsen she is amazing uh she's like this housewife in the 80s who mm-hmm. uh, is in a relation an unhappy marriage and gets involved with a neighbor and some things happen from there (laughs) some criminal things happen i don't want to give away too much more Mm -hmm. um jesse plemons is in it he's really good um there's a trial so i'm I'm such a sucker for a good long drawn out courtroom Mm -hmm. drama so you get some of that and the outcome is kind of like wait really (laughs) like this is this is what really happened with her and the case and everything it's just really it's just really well done um 
probably nothing you haven't seen before, but I just found it very gripping. I like the people that are in it. Um, just a, an easy watch that you can sit there and, and, uh, and it's a little bit trashy. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she did. You're into she, that. She, that's, and that's Jesse. Like that's fat Damon. Like Jesse. Plemons, this is like, this is fat, fat Damon. Like, yes. He, he um, looks he, like what he, I remember seeing commercials for that and going like, what the fuck is she doing with this guy? Like, yeah, Lord. Well, he's uh, married to Kirsten Dunst, I believe. Yes. Good um, God. So it's it's the type of show that honestly I felt like could have itself been a a, a, a season of Fargo, mm. and because that's what it sort of reminded me of. And sure. I, and oddly enough, Hulu themselves did an adaptation of this same story just a couple of years back. I don't remember. I think that one was just called Candy, which this is the the housewife, the woman in it. Her name is Candy Montgomery, uh, and it takes place in Texas, so you get a lot of accents, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that one starred – it didn't come out this year. I'm just mentioning it because it's odd that there would be, within just a few years, many series adaptations of this case in a prestige format. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one starred Jessica Beale. Oh, okay. Um, so you, you pictured, you know, Jessica Beale, Elizabeth Olsen playing this same character. You're going to get starkly different depictions. So yeah. it, I ended up watching. I ended up watching the Hulu one uh, once Love and Death wrapped up on um, HBO Ooh. Max, just to kind of compare the two. And it was sort of like, hmm, you know, I mean, the broad strokes, yeah, it's all the same, but. Kind of interesting the the details that are emphasized in in one versus the other, right? One was maybe a little heavier on one aspect of it than another, and I don't know. I just like being able to make those comparisons and contrasts. It was, it was just an interesting, sure, back to back viewing experience. Yeah, no, that's good. I like that. That's uh, all right. So that's cool. That's good. Two recommendations there. Uh, another show that started, I believe, this year. Uh, Last of Us, right? Oh, Last of Us feels like a show that started two fucking years ago. I I cannot believe that premiered at the beginning. Was it the beginning of this year or was it later? Yeah, January. 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 Okay. I will tell you, I started watching it. I watched the first three episodes. It just, (laughs) I can't say it was bad. I just realized, I feel like I've already seen this show. Yeah, it was The Walking Dead, and yeah, I mean, I I know it's different. It is absolutely different, but I'm like, I don't need another of that type of show, mm. and I just I just quit watching. It's so, but but I know it is very popular and has been well received. Yeah, I uh, I watched was it four? I think either four or five. And then I kind of I stopped, and I I need to go. But oh, well, I mean, you quit watching it too. <laughs> well, I I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't quit. I mean, it's it's on the yeah. I'll go ahead and pick it back up again. But uh, mm-hmm. you know the story of when I went to California with my mom, oh. and I was and I was watching episode three, and episode three is the infamous episode where uh, it, it 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 revolves around Bill and Frank, the gay and, episode, uh, yes. the gay ep- It's the gay episode, mm-hmm. and I'm watching it on on my laptop on my on my on my apple book right my macbook and um 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's and something that you the only other time I think I've ever seen like at least sort of graphic gay sex is was in queer as folk. I was about to say, did you were you a queer as folk fan? Right, but that... like I'm trying to think. I'm like, I don't think that there's any other time that you've seen at least very suggestive gay where sex. it's made like a part of the sh- it, it's yeah. kind of like that's because like lesbian it, sex right? it doesn't matter you'll see that all the time you'll see heterosexual sex all the time so it's like mm-hmm. very rarely do you ever see like the instigation of like gay sex on television and there's this part in that episode where you know one of the guys starts to go down on the other guy and as i'm watching this on the plane my mother screams out like are what are you doing are you watching Brokeback Mountain? Like, oh, I, went. I was hoping your mother would make an appearance on the Sims. She will. Oh, she will. Katie, are you watching Brokeback Mountain? And she said it like, and she's got her headphones on. She's watching some Lifetime movie on JetBlue. And so she screams like at the top of her lungs to hear herself. And the whole plane like turns and looks at me. And I'm just like, and I'm just shaking my head. And I just go, no, mom. Amazing. It's a, it's another. It's another. It's a very story. serious drama about <laughs> very serious drama a romance about... between two men after the end of the world. <laughs> it's a very serious drama about cordyceps. Leave me alone. It's amazing that these two characters found each other, and it's kind of <laughs> remarkable that they dedicated an entire episode to it. Seriously, I'm like, it's the one time you'll see Nick Offerman blowing a guy. <laughs> but well, not necessarily. Who, who not knows necessarily. What the you never know. But uh. Yeah, um, but I mean that's another. It was another like highly praised show. But you're right. I mean it was very similar to, I mean any kind of post. I just want to see the post-apocalyptic show where everything kind of goes back to the way it was before the bombs. Eventually, they just get yeah, they just like, get through it. And we just although it seems like there's that movie that's coming out, Civil War, that's coming out. Oh, I don't know. yeah, and, uh, I don't we know can about talk that. about that. The, the last yeah. show I want to ask you if you saw was did you see that show Beef that had uh, Stephen Yoon and Ali Wong? No, but I know what you're talking about. Was this yeah. Netflix? Yeah, that was another show that I haven't seen, but it premiered. I don't think I watched year. anything on Netflix this yeah. year. Yeah, no, I really haven't much either. Like Netflix for me has been, um, I, I watch like comedy sh- comedy specials, and then like I watched, uh, yeah, I watched mm-hmm. um, uh, Big Mouth because I my brother and I like that. We like that. We laugh at that show. So, but I mean, that's kind of like I feel like a rundown. Any other? I mean, there's some some other great show. Like as far as like network television, I have always, I have since I watched the first episode, I've been a fan of that show, Ghosts, um, and even like mm-hmm. CBS because that. even yeah, because that's, of the strike, CBS has been airing the uh, the UK version that came out like ten years ago, I think, and it's still fucking funny. So yeah, yeah, Ghosts is real good. Um, Abbott Elementary is another great show that I think is is good. That's on, I think that's on NBC. It might be. I think it's NBC. It might be ABC, but uh, that's another good show. Um, and that's kind of it, I think. I don't really, you know, I don't really. I mean, I watch like The Simpsons yeah. and Family Guy yeah. and stuff, but like, I don't really watch anything else. Like on Netflix. So, yeah, at this point, do you really recommend this? Hey, have you heard of The Simpsons or Family? Right? Like, yeah. I, I mean, it's not. Really. It's not recommending. Um, of course, like I found out some some devastating news that my favorite show of all time is going to be ending next year. And that's uh, what we do in the shadows. They're going to have their final, oh, that's gonna have their final yeah. season. Yeah. Which that's, that is a bummer. If you're not watching what we do in the shadows, wh- what are you doing with your life? <laughs> what are you doing? 
Because, <laughs> I mean, that's seriously like one of the best shows on television. So, and I tell everybody I know to watch that show. Everyone. I'm like, watch that show. It's fucking awesome. So, but uh, I think, think any other, any other big. big I will TVs? say, God, I don't think I have anything from network really. Um, I'm trying to remember what service I watched this, honestly. Mm. Um, I think it, it's either it's it's either Peacock or Paramount Plus. It's one or the other. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a, a show that just had its uh, second season this year mm-hmm. called Wolf Like Me. And oh, sort of a comedy dramedy. Um, I believe it's set. It takes place in Australia. May even be an Australian production. Yeah, I think I heard of that. Stars Josh Gad, who is a single father, yes, raising an oh. adolescent daughter, meets a woman. Um, uh, played the character is played by Isla Fisher, who has a secret. I'll just go ahead and spoil it because it is the premise of the show. <laughs> She's um, a wolf. The, yes, she is a werewolf. She fully yeah. turns into a werewolf um, during a full moon, whole nine yards. You know, they get involved, he finds out about it, and it's basically them making accommodations for her, let's say, condition. And, <laughs> and it's, you know, it, it's very funny. It's also dramatic. Um, mm-hmm. It's one of those, it's it's an easy show to like, I, I sort of think of it as, it would probably be a good couples type of show. So if you're in like a relationship, oh, or yeah. you want something you can watch with your spouse, with your significant okay. other I think this would be an easy one to do it. Um, okay. I, yeah, I, I just kind of stumbled on it, not knowing exactly what it was and, and got hooked uh, pretty quickly. Mm. So that's good. Um, another one along similar lines, I believe this one is Peacock. It's called Killing Killing It uh, about, and again, second season uh, for this show. And it's based, you know how there's um, now invasive burmese pythons um and yes everglades yes yes this has got um uh craig Robinson. robinson's in it yes i've seen mm-hmm. this yes mm-hmm. yeah he um he's trying to like he's going through a period of trying to make a lot of life improvements and mm-hmm. he has um young children as well he's like recently divorced and yeah he has a brother who was like just a out and out full on criminal just just completely unabashed criminal mm, um mm. who is constantly like getting himself into trouble bringing that to uh, his brother's doorstep as well but eventually um craig and he plays a character named craig as well so that's helpful uh gets roped into hunting uh these invasive burmese pythons in okay. the everglades uh, because that is a thing that they do like these and this is a legitimate activity they do like these roundups for money and people who bring in like the biggest ones get like a big payoff and so it just like that's not really all the show is about there's like yeah. lots of other things going on in the background but that's sort of his goal is to like win the hmm. the florida python challenge to you know um, ah, okay make a lot of money and yeah and solve a, a major ecological problem 
in one of our states. So <laughs> these things are all over the place. Uh, mm. You know what I mean? I'm into weird reptile shit, of course. Sure. That's, no, that's, hey, listen, who isn't these days, right? No, I mean, that's, <laughs> um, I saw like previews for that. Uh, it looked pretty interesting. I mean, it sounds almost like it's, it almost sounds like it's borderline reality. <laughs> Like a reality. I mean, show. yeah, the shit's it's really it's, happening, right? You could see that. Yeah, you could see this type of thing actually happening. Yeah, it's, so, it's not I, so yeah, it's honestly not so far fetched for such a kind of unusual high mm -hmm. concept for a series. Um, and it's and it's cool that Craig Robinson's in it because I like, like him a lot. Yeah, yeah, like Craig Robinson needed a new vehicle for you know his his brand of his brand of ha ha's and chuckles and laughs. So I'm glad that that happened. You know, I love I love me yeah, some Craig Robinson. Um, he was one of the he was one of the highlights of The Office after like The Office became unbearable to watch. Um, I feel mm, like he was like sure. one of the highlights. So I'm I'm a steady a, hand. A, yes, yes, very and and I love him in uh, the Hot Tub Time Machine movies mm -hmm. and then also uh, uh, what's the end of not end of the end of days? What's the end of the world or this is the end? Oh. Uh, yeah, this is the end. Mm -hmm. yeah, he's fantastic in that. So, you know, love and respect to uh, Craig Robinson. Cool. So that's, I mean, that's pretty that's much pretty all. Much I a, that's a run on a television. I mean, you know, for, I feel like that was quite thorough for for, for two, two guys that stay home all day. No fucking clue what even happened this year. <laughs> well, it's funny. So, gee, look at you with the segues. You are such a natural segwayist. Um, segwayist. Thank you. <laughs> In Massachusettsian, <laughs> but uh, from a from a fine Massachusettsian, yeah. from a fine Massachusettsian, it's a good segueist. I mean, you talk about like notable events. I have been scouring uh, the Wikipedia page of 2023 to try to see if there's like some major things. I mean, there are some ongoing things. Like I think you know the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Obviously, mm. all of the uh, conflicts going on. Um, it's a Israeli, majorly depressing thing, certainly. Yeah, like in Israel with Hamas and the Gaza Strip. And uh, I mean, there's obviously those kinds of ongoing things. Um, you know, there's still, I guess, some some things going on with the COVID-19 pandemic where there's been some upticks and obviously downticks and things like that. Yes. It yes. kind of hasn't been that crazy of a year, I feel like, as far as like just major worldwide events i mean there's been a couple of like devastating earthquakes and you know i mean obviously thankfully none in in the united states you know knockwood that we don't have one before the end well, of the day yeah. on but, the home uh, front it's it's been kind of on the home front it's been kind of, i hesitate to yeah. say quiet but it, it's been as quiet which i guess is what we've not been like any before. enormous national tragedies no. other than the tragedy that is everyday existence tragedy um, yeah no but i mean we've had you know i mean of course we could like you were saying like depressing shit like we could talk about the non-stop uh you know massive gun shootings that take place in this country every day well, so that's yeah, always fun I mean, to talk about but i don't want to talk about that kind of shit like i to me it's like this is kind of like a fun a fun show well, i hate to say it i say there's been nothing out of the ordinary it's like because there's a oh, mass shooting ordinary, every other yeah. day that's yeah. just the ordinary because we just have decided we don't that's the thing we tolerate in this country we just that's yeah. no big deal but i think we can you know getting back to things that are kind of fun and entertaining we can get right off the bat january 5th of this year we had the funeral for pope benedict the uh the 20 the 14th 
<laughs> okay. Well, um, <laughs> just kidding. Uh, that's that's actually more of a thing I, to make. I'm no, biting my tongue. Uh, that is more of a joke for my mom to go like, "Oh Jesus Christ, Keithy, why are you bringing up the death of the Pope <laughs> and saying it's fun? You know, Jesus is gonna be upset with you." <laughs> so we started with a highlight. Okay, yeah, we started so. with a highlight. Well, I mean, you remember? All right, so you remember like in February when uh, those Chinese spy balloons were flying over America? Oh, that's okay. That's something. Yeah. <laughs> And it's what is going on? Why are my we? My favorite are we part of shooting that. UFOs. Are we? Well, yeah. My my favorite part though is that it started like it started in like Alaska, and it went like across like Canada, and then it came in around like Wyoming or Montana, and mm. they remember just like for three or four days they were like tracking this thing like it was like it was a fucking like you said a UFO. It was like yeah. Where, okay, where is this thing? It's happening. It's happening. And then they finally shot it down like around like South Carolina. So it's just, to me, it's funny that they literally let it go the whole, like China spied on the United States for fucking like a week and we just right. let it happen. We went, uh, should we just shoot this thing? Like it's, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean speaking of UFOs, I don't want to step on your toes, but there were some developments I'm remembering oh. in that direction as well. Okay, go ahead. Uh, uh, so some somewhat prominent officials within yes our armed forces were just yes. straight up like, yeah, um, we recovered aliens, <laughs> and, and that was like in the summertime, I think. That, that, that came up with like. That came out with like little to no fanfare either. Mm -hmm. Like it was not a topic. Like I feel like if that had happened in like 1989, we'd be talking about that shit for like months. Oh, it would be quite the big deal. Yes. And, and that no was in like, I want to say June. Yeah. And, and no one talked about it. And it was sort of like, and I feel like there wasn't a lot else going on at the time. So it did. It yeah. did make the rounds. It got headlines. It got a lot of coverage, but that was like, for a day, a day or two, and then we were like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to, um, we're gonna have to look into this a little bit further." And then you never heard about it again. Yeah, I think more people talked about obviously in June that uh, Titan mm. submersible imploded. The people going down to look at the Titanic. Oh yes, all, those you know, people who remember, lost their lives that we all um, laughed at, constantly ridiculed. Remember that all over social media. You remember that submarine that was controlled by a PlayStation controller? Yes. <laughs> like, the fucking sto the stupidity of that. Like, oh Man. my god. I mean, people did die. So I mean, you know, we should we should people did die. That to prayer. me is like I always think back to the first national sensational headline of my life that I can remember. This is not a big I mean, yes, it's a big deal to the person it happened to, but it's not like it shouldn't have been making national headlines, but it did. You remember the little girl in the well? Have we talked about this? I was going to say Baby Jessica. Baby Jessica I was the gonna well. Think, yeah. I was going to say, were you even old enough? To, I mean, but you are. You're 40, so you're old enough. Yeah. I'm, I, about, I'm you know, just old enough. Like, that is the Logan. first. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we're not <laughs> talking about as I get Um baby jessica yeah <laughs> it's the first time i can remember hearing about the news right that something mm -hmm. happened somewhere yep that is not local to me and, and to my existence that is apparently a very big deal and how oh what was the tv movie they made everybody's baby because she was <laughs> oh my god yeah. you have to say baby jessica 
Everybody's so, baby. If that would have happened today, there would have been nonstop oh. memes about like just I mean running Every, circles around this. Everybody know, like, falling it, into the well with her. Yeah, yeah. Everybody like falling <laughs> in with like Poor I just can't imagine what would be done to that story if it happened today. Oh, yeah. Just the way oh. that we do not have an appetite for no. I don't know. Sympathy. No. Kindness, sympathy, uh, sympathy, empathy, kindness, all that empathy. shit's gone out the window. In it's the age all of, gone. Yeah. In the We're age of Twitter and social media, there's no empathy anymore. It's um, only, is there an opportunity here for a joke, right? Sure. Is this meme worthy? Is this meme worthy? Yeah. Can I get a good, you know, TikTok out of it? Whatever. Like, I mean, I think, I think it, I think the decorum at this point now is just how long do you wait? <laughs> you know, like, can we wait a couple in the of case, days? In the case of the sub, it was no waiting. No waiting. There's no such thing as too soon. No, there was no too soon with those with the sub. I mean, but that's that was the but that was like the dumbest thing. Cause you know what it was, I think it was that it was it was a group of like I guess millionaires will say, because I don't I mean a bunch of rich guys. Who, yeah, it was like rich. Like, I mean, I guess there was the one kid who like took his mom's spot, somebody's son that, that yeah. Right. I mean, that's a shame. But he was gonna be a trust fund baby anyway. <laughs> so fuck shame. him. That's a shame. Fuck him. I don't care. Uh we also got to see the coronation of uh Charles and Camilla. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, <laughs> Which again, lovely. for the life of me, I don't understand why Americans are fucking in enthralled by the royal uh, family. Yeah. I'm like, we fought a war like 200 and something years ago to get rid of the fucking royal family. Boy, still, we still give a shit about yeah. them. Didn't uh, it take you back to just Charles and Diana in the eight? Uh, what was it 1983? The majestic royal wedding i mean uh, no nostalgia no, that no you get swept up Keith. No. no neither did it neither did the wedding of uh what are the son's names uh who are the kids like oh uh, yeah uh, charles and, and megan and megan and william and mm -hmm. megan and harry and william and megan and charles Me jesus megan, harry, yes. are they both megan's are they both megan megan merkel married to a megan uh no. Well, no. <laughs> Harry is is married to Harry's ma married Meghan to Meghan Mark Merkel, mm -hmm. Angela Merkel's uh, cousin, I believe. Uh, no, she's not related to <laughs> Angela Merkel. Uh, and then who's no wait? What's the other fucking one's name? Catherine. Will is it Catherine? Rachel. Uh, all right, I'll look it up. Cause... I don't know why I care. I don't even care. I know. Stupid. Look at us saying how little we care. Now we're looking at shit. <sighs> Williams married to Catherine. It is Catherine. Kate. Kate Middleton. Yeah, because they call her Kate. Oh, okay. Kate Middleton, of course. Kate. Okay. But I mean, yeah, I don't again, I don't know why we're enthralled by this. I mean, I remember seeing the picture of of him coming out with the big fucking hat on, and and then Camilla coming out with the big fucking hat on and being like, What are they doing? <laughs> like, seriously, like they're like they, they got the fucking jewels on the crown. Like these jewels that were taken from countries that were not the that were not England. <laughs> like give those fucking yeah, jewels, that was like those a big jewels deal, back right? to freaking yeah. places in Africa and India and Asia mm -hmm. and everywhere else you guys have trampled on over here. I mean, it's just it's such a it's so laughable that a, a country like and, and I only say this because of the imperialistic you know views and the cult the 
the colonial views of like the United Kingdom that like people are still enthralled over this where you can't even go into like a museum in London <laughs> and like see see exhibits that have not just been stolen mm -hmm. from other countries. <laughs> like yeah. Appropriated. Appropriated. It's appropriated. Yeah, it's insane. But um it was still kind of cool. I mean, I had a I had a COVID story from the funeral of the Queen where uh, I had a coworker oh. of mine who she refused to get the COVID vaccine. Uh, and she okay. cited uh, religious implications. And then uh -oh. she, All right. her friend won a trip to go to Europe. So she took her and she was there when the queen died. So she was in the, she was in the, she killed the queen. No, no, she was, in, I must kill the queen. No, she was in the, um, like in the parade when they were like wheeling the queen around and she got oh, COVID okay. while she was there. Like, because gotcha, gotcha. And I was like, she got COVID. <laughs> like, wow. she refused to take the friggin' vaccine, and then she got it. Oh, oh, serves her right. Yeah, but um, anyway, so yeah, we got to see that. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else. I mean, notable. Yeah, the Titan happened. That was always that was fun. Talking about that for a few days when they first of all, it was because it was a few days before the the wreckage came up. So remember, for yeah. a while, like everyone was like, they might still be down there, <laughs> right? No. Yeah, there's a, a few days there where we were basically waiting for the explosive decompression. Um, yep. just and then it happened. Sort of doing the math, going, uh, is it going to be Thursday or Friday? Yeah. Do you think they'll have time to do like a a, a dateline on this before it, you know? It's just, a dateline? You think it'll make oh. uh, 2020? No. Oh, no. It happens. Um, yeah. And then... Uh, the FIFA Women's World Cup happened in Australia, oh, okay. and uh, the United I'll States. Take your word for it. What? I'll take your word for it. Yep. And then um, me and sports, you know, just. Well, I mean, in the uh, the four time champion, the United States uh, got eliminated in, uh, I think, like ninth <laughs> or something. Mm. Like they didn't wow. they didn't make it very far. Let's just put it that way. So that was no. kind of always disappointing. Pretty and sorry. Yeah, and then it's just kind of one of those weird things where it's like afterwards you're like, okay. I mean, I remember our new our local news station was airing all the games because they were all taking place at like seven o'clock in the morning, and so I remember for that uh, period of time, that month, we were very upset because we like to watch the morning news in this house, and we had to watch another uh, less desirable news station because they were always the airing the, they were always airing the World Cup matches, but. Uh, I guess in the finals, Spain defeated England one nothing. Just if you're if you're at all interested uh, for mm. back in July, someone is, I'm sure. Somebody is, yeah. So, yeah, I mean that was a big thing. I think at some point somebody said that it happened. Um, I don't know about that, but okay. Um, of course, we had those wildfires. We're going on hearsay, folks. <laughs> this is hearsay. We have the wildfires in Hawaii that took out in Maui. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, that was awful. That was crazy mm -hmm. because I mean, a lot of a uh, lot of famous, uh, a lot of famous houses, or at least a lot of famous people lost houses. I think. Um, I know Oprah. Well, and some of like... them didn't and got in trouble because of it, right? Because it was like, oh, well, you have the resources to combat this that other wow. people don't. Mm. It's like you're up here in your palace. Well. Yeah, everything else burns. I think Oprah maybe got in trouble for. I think, yeah, I th and then everybody I started with the uh, oh, let's all let's all donate. And I remember saying that when that happened, being like, if all those rich people whose houses didn't burn down just donated like 
a yeah, tenth we, of what they a tenth of we'd have this licked. It'd yeah, be done just... in five minutes, you know. I mean, the crazy thing though is my brother actually went to I think he honeymooned in Hawaii and mm -hmm. he was seeing like he, we were seeing some of the street. He's like, I've been there, I've been there. And then we went to Google Maps and he's like, Yeah, this is the street. He's like, I remember on the street, and this is what and like the whole building's gone now. And he's like, Jesus. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I mean Did he do like the uh the resort thing? Was he staying at um like a a royal Hawaiian or um, um I, think, I I only I ask because so. my, my stepdad is Hawaiian and I've yeah. I've been there and I've sort of gotten the I've sort of gotten the local flavored local yeah. experience and I've gotten the tourist experience as well and yeah uh, I mean either yeah. way it's fucking Hawaii you're in um, I think he did I don't know if he stayed at like an all inclusive resort um but I feel like he did because. They went to like sandals and they did sandals. Okay. They did the only okay. so I think he tried, but I know he golfed in out there in Maui mm -hmm. and he was telling me about like we were watching one golf tournament that was over in Maui and he was like, I've been there. He's like, I played that. And I go, How was it? He goes, It was fucking hard. <laughs> it's like he's like, You're up on like a mountain, like trying to hit a drive oh, yeah, yeah. and the wind's mm -hmm. coming at you. He's like, It's hard. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've never met have you been out you've been out there before, right? I've there? never been to Maui. I've never been oh. to Maui. I've been to I've been to Oahu. Um, I've been oh. to Kauai. Oh. Uh, those are the only two islands I've been to, um, and just stayed different places on Oahu, yeah. which is where Honolulu is. Like, like that's where yeah. you would fly in, yeah. um, to you know the airport. And so that's I mean that's Waikiki Beach. That's where if you want to do the tourist experience that's where you would do it um mm -hmm. but when we stay i mean uh i've i've been with my stepdad and, and mom and we just stayed with his family um basically like in the country right sort of yeah. north shore area where you know good surfing out there if you're into that which i mm. you know, i'm not you're gonna big, fuck you're a big but, surfer uh, can't say I am no, but no. but it is fun to watch. Ah, okay, it is fun to watch. You know what else is fun to watch? Rugby. What's that? The, two, the 2023 Rugby World Cup happened in. France. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, South Africa beat beat New Zealand twelve to wow. eleven in the final. So that happened That's in the, that happened in the in the late summer, early fall. Uh, we also had um, we had a strike. The United Auto Workers went on strike. I don't think it, I don't yeah. think it lasted very long, but they did go on strike uh, for uh, Ford General Motors in Stellantis, which is uh, puts out uh, Chrysler and Fiat and shit. So that happened. That was in this. That was happening. not one of the strikes you heard much about no. this year in comparison to others. Yeah, we haven't talked about the big strike yet, but uh, I guess we could. That started like in what May? It was the the first. It was the screenwriters' strike. Mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that sucked balls because that just meant that like we weren't going to get any new shows well exactly yeah the <laughs> last time i remember the last time i don't know if it was the last time it happened but the last really big one was in what that 2007 2008 was it, season was it then or was it five i can't remember you're well, right it might have been one then too no it might have been i think it was seven oh eight it's the one that basically led to all the the rise and all the fucking bullshit reality shows that we have to deal yeah, with now and the, right and the 65 cities that we have to watch real housewives complain about shit in yeah and a lot of shows that were in the middle of their 
their yeah. runs. Yeah, major got, runs. Yep. Got major majorly truncated. Like all of a sudden <laughs> their major runs have the major runs. <laughs> they they turned into the major runs. Yeah. Yep. They uh, they were supposed well, to be like, well, you know, your traditional like, twenty two episode season. All of a sudden it's like mm, yeah. we're out of material. So we're gonna wrap this up at about mm, sixteen episodes and all of a sudden you're like, wait, what? Mm. And uh yeah, very um creatively that that led to a lot of problems and dissatisfaction um and a lot of shitty television for, for about yeah, a year because and it wasn't like lost kind of one of the one of the mm, biggest I shows so. i think hit because of that i feel like i think so yeah. yeah they did they probably that probably is what resulted in a lot of that wheel spinning you know in yeah. those middle seasons that mm-hmm. uh people look back and think gosh yep. that uh that was a real waste of time yeah and then um, I know that the the biggest the biggest reason for the strike of both the screenwriters and uh, also the SAG AFTRA had to do with it's the AI. So that was a big thing. Like mm, ChatGPT became right. a household name, and it was you know with the writers basically saying that like you know now that you can kind of write a full script almost with ChatGPT and with not a lot of. Uh, input in the first place a lot of prompting yeah and all of a sudden you can write like i mean and you know how i mean i'm not gonna talk ill of uh the producers and uh owners of uh movie companies but you know they're looking to make as they're looking to spend as little money as possible and if you can eliminate Mm. if you can eliminate most writers i think that's a that's good in their eyes and what do we need writers for anymore we've got uh, we've got directors we've got producers we've got AI. Well, and then they had the, and then the thing with the Screen Actors Guild, it was about the AI, uh, like with um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny, where I don't even think Harrison Ford was on site for all the scenes that he was digitized to look younger. So mm. it led to this whole issue where if they can take the digitized form of a person and just graft it to another person's body and have that person yeah. as almost like a stunt double and then do they have to even pay either of those two actors? And that was like one of the things that led to that. And it was just, I don't even know where they ended up on that. And residuals, residuals for streaming, a big part of it too. Like he's making money off of. Right. The streaming is a whole new thing. So, I mean, there was a couple Mm -hmm. of major reasons that they went on strike. I think they resolved everything. I mean, at the very least, the strikes are over, but I mean, who knows if anything got resolved, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, look at the damage that's probably been done, though. It went on for so long that yeah. that's all just lost time now, you know, yeah. that things that would have been in development in the pipeline coming out, like, within the next few months, yeah, it's all gotten pushed out, and like just it's not like, okay, there was a six-month delay, so it's going to be six months later that it comes yeah. out. No, it could be, like, six to 12 to 18 months later because you've got to completely regroup and yeah hope that people haven't moved on hope that it's even still happening it's well it's gonna be a shit show for another and year plus i would say um in terms of just boy if we do this if we do this next year we might not have a whole lot to talk about keith i mean but that's you know just thinking of just thinking of like Right, like, and just thinking of somebody like me and you, who's really into like the comic-based movies, like the whole Marvel landscape 
got completely fucked. Oh god, you know? they went tits up this year. Yeah. Yeah. And and a lot of and and who knows what's gonna happen for the I mean, like there's so much stuff that got bumped from like the beginning of next year to the middle of next year to the end of next year. I mean, mm-hmm. there may very well not be a Marvel movie for the next like year. <laughs> like we lost, might be around lost the their lead actor, lost their lead actor yeah. that they're kind of banking this entire they did, yeah. They did multiverse the, uh, saga yeah, on. Yeah. So they've got to like figure out are know, we gonna recast or are we, we gonna Jonathan, Ma- Jonathan Major's career was a celebrity death, I think, for this year. Uh, I think we can put that down. Yes. Yep. Um, but I mean, casualty. Yep, that's a casualty. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, what else is a casualty is Kevin McCarthy's career as a United States uh, representative of of uh, California. So, no. oh, so Kevin no. McCarthy removed as Speaker of the House. Not something that happens a lot. No, Just, well, it is know. much bullshit as as it took to get there. All the yep. theatrics, right? They, you know, wanted all these concessions, threw yep. a fit like a bunch of dumb bitch babies that they are, mm-hmm. and um, seemed to finally get their way and got their guy. And no, he still wasn't good enough. So, yep, fucking losers. It's it's amazing that um it's only been it's only happened I believe twice in the history of our country. Is that where, right? Yeah, where a uh, twice I think up until, and I believe he is the third person who has uh, ever been moved removed from his post as the uh, speaker of the house. And don't forget, there were speakers. There's been a speaker before that was like a uh, I believe a, a registered sex offender, or at least later on in life, you know. So. Um, yeah, I mean, you can tell I that sometimes. I think that's a. Um, I th- Never mind. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> so, uh, I yeah. That's an I, occupational qualification to run as a Republican in the it, South. It, it can be, you know. Um, but I mean, I think that, uh, yeah, as far as the as far as the state of our union, political wise, this is probably the silliest, not the worst. It's the silliest because. I would say I, I know worst, what you mean. Yeah. I would say the worst is 1860. That's probably that's <laughs> right. probably let's, the worst. Let's keep us a healthy sense of perspective. Yeah. I would say that the State of the Union is was at its worst <laughs> in 1860 after the election of uh Abraham Lincoln. It's Look, the fucking... we may be getting there again, but it's more like um <sighs> in the way that 1860 was worse than 1859. Yes, I, I would agree. <laughs> I mean, I will say my the thing that the thing that tickles me more than anything else is uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene's constant talk about having a uh, civil divorce or a uh, United States divorce or something. She always says divorce, like we're gonna have a divorce. Right. And the thing that makes me laugh is that she's in a state that's a fucking blue state. Like, what mm. is she gonna do? She's gonna be in one of the states that's stuck in the fucking union, <laughs> right? Oh, so. Yeah, uh, that always makes me There's laugh. There's just, you say silliest, and, and yes, in the sense that there are so many clowns. There are so many yeah. clowns right now masquerading as On leaders. On both sides. This On is, both sides. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's just what we have in terms of leadership in our government is just there such is a no. joke. There's, There's no yeah, leadership. It is an absolute I mean, clown car. If anything, I would say that the real leadership you have is probably your local government. Like you, probably, cause, yeah. Because you hear, because I hear stories and I see, I see clips from 
like local city council meetings and where like there's actual people who have you know a set of balls on them and whether they're usually that low you don't have real democrat republican you have conservative or liberal you know like whether they're mm. a conservative voice or a liberal voice like they still have kind of like some semblance of of normalcy and reality and things like that um they have to keep the lights on that's yeah the reality. and and i mean when we got to the fact that like diane feinstein was still trying to like be a senator when she mm. was literally yeah falling in a chair and st- like come on bro like seriously and you know you have you have two geriatric dinosaurs who are trying to run for president of the united states um who they like i was i think i said something to yeah i did i said to my brother i went jimmy carter is a contemporary of our current president <laughs> and you look at yes. and you look at jimmy carter when he went to his wife's funeral and he's i and again, I say this with all levity, and I know it's disrespectful to the man because the guy was like a hell of a man, you know. And but he's got the he's had what like he's in hospice care. They're taking him out to go, and he's got the open mouth. He's not blinking. He's barely alive. And yeah. I go, that's a contemporary of our current president. <laughs> like he's only like Pretty ten much. years younger than him. Like, right, right. So I want him to give yeah. us another Malay speech. Think we could think we could really use that kick in the pants. What we really need right now. I forget the comedian who it was. I, I don't think it was it might was it I don't think it was George Conlon. It could have been. I think it might have been George Conlon. He talked about he goes, I think now's the time we need to elect dead Reagan, <laughs> like a dead president. <laughs> Just maybe, a dead president. Maybe we should reelect Jimmy Carter. Just put him back in. Just you know, back in there, let him run in. Like, you know, he never got a fair. Yeah, look, he only got time. one term. He's he's eligible, yeah. right? He's, he's eligible. eligible. He never, so yeah, he never got he never got a fair shake that first time, you know. No, no, the Iranian hostage crisis destroyed the poor man. So, <laughs> I mean, and I, I think looking at and I know a lot can change in a year, right? Sure, but also a year is not that long, you know, no. like no. It, before we know it. We're going to be looking at nonstop election, national presidential it's already, election. It's already starting. It's already starting yeah, over I mean, here. That cycle, yeah. yeah, that cycle is going to kick up big time within yeah. like the next few days, honestly. Yeah. And I mean, the way that polls are looking right now, it's like, I don't, I mean, Joe Biden ought not to run for re-election, no. honestly. Um, no. I just, he, he will lose. I mean, at, at, if it's the type of thing, if the election were, were held today, he would lose and lose handily to Donald Trump. Yeah. And I cannot believe I'm saying that having lived through four years where Donald Trump was president, mm-hmm. we all remember that that's within living memory. This was not a hundred years ago. No, it feels like it in a lot of ways, but we're just going to do that again, I guess, because that was such had such great results the first time around, right? I so I I have let's the feeling, just run that back. Yeah, I have the I have the I have the feeling that whoever it is that's running against uh, Joe Biden is going to beat him. Um, mm-hmm. 
not for any particular reason other than everyone hates Joe Biden. No, I don't even think it's that. 80 what 81 million people voted for him. You're 81 people, 81 million people voted to get like Trump the out most, of there. yeah, like the most people, yes. And I, 81 million people voted to get Trump out, not to elect mm -hmm. Joe Biden. And I think that what'll happen agree, yeah. is 81 million people are not going to show up again, but 74 no. or 76 million will show up to vote for Trump. So the only right. thing that's, that's going to prevent right, and the only thing that's going to prevent Trump from winning is if he's not on the ballots because right. the Republican Party is just afraid for whatever reason of this Cheeto-looking, fucking stupid, twice impeached, two-time loser, circus performer, fucking WWE Hall of Famer, bankrupt fucking asshole, dickhead fuckface, and. <laughs> And I'm and listen, and I am not, I am not, I'm a bleeding heart liberal, but I am not a just a go in and vote for whoever's got the D next to them. I have, I look at the candidates. Um, I've actually looked at Nikki Haley. I don't think Nikki Haley's a bad option. I don't think she's the best option, but I don't think she's a bad option. Um, I think if Nikki Haley is somehow able to finagle the vote, she'll win. She'll win in a landslide. I think, I think whoever's going to go up against Biden is going to win in a landslide. Just because Joe's yeah. not well, Joe's not flashy, and the age thing really bothers yeah, a lot of people. You it know? does, and it, and honestly, he hasn't had a bad term. When you look at no, he's had a very good just term. the general state of like how sure. are things going. You take yeah. just, but he had he has a perception problem, is what it yeah. is, and I don't think that's something you can ever really combat. Right. No. When you've got that perception, it just sticks to you. Whatever. And you hope it's a good perception, right? That right. oh, this guy's a real ass kicker. Oh, he tells it like it is. He's a maverick. What whatever. Right. 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 Like you hope right. it's it's something like that. Whether it's true or it isn't, perception is reality when it comes mm -hmm. to the vote. And he has a very, very negative perception yes. that I think is going to be unshakable. I, I don't see how these polls are going to turn around. You know, polls are not everything, right? But the margins that are that are appearing right now where it's like, you know, normally it's within like a margin of error in terms of who's going to win like a swing state, you know? Like, well, right. it's anybody's race, but it's, I mean, far and away, it's, it's like Trump is leading by seven, eight, nine, 10 percentage points in like yeah. seven yeah. swing states or something it's just yeah okay no that's <laughs> that is crazy. evidence of a perception problem yeah um, and it's and it's crazy and i if i'm him i just i just feel like all right if i'm serious about the good of the country i and now and you can't wait right you can't wait until fucking june and be like uh, i'm out sorry yep. like it's too late by then I mean, I think he could he could maybe he could maybe finagle something if he was to pick like a uh, another and and I got nothing against um nothing against Kamala Harris. Harris. I just think that I, I think unfortunately this country is still just way too way too bigoted to to, to take a woman seriously. I mean, I hate to say, and I'm not. I mean, I hey, I voted for Hillary. Um, you know. 
Uh, and I loved, I fucking loved Hillary in um, 08. Like I was a, I was a Hillary Ooh, guy in 08. Okay. In fact, I'm still waiting for my friggin' bumper sticker. Thank you very much, Hillary. <laughs> um, but I think that the country is just still never going to elect a woman. And uh, you know, it's funny because Gerald Ford actually said he goes, "I don't think this country will ever elect a woman." He goes, "I don't think gonna, I don't think that that means that a woman can't be the president." He goes, "What the woman's going to have to become the president." The uh, other way. means, yeah. yeah. And uh, as much as that sucks, I mean, I feel like he had a point, and I think people—that's a turnoff. I think just like Sarah Palin was kind of a turnoff for uh, John McCain. I think not fully. I don't. I think there were other things too, but I think she was part of it. Um, I don't think people are going to want to vote for Joe Biden because of Kamala Harris. Now, if he replaced him, if he replaced her with, say, like Gavin Newsom or even Pete Buttigieg or anybody else, I think mm. that that would add a little bit of, you know, a little bit of chutzpah because people will, will they'll walk away from the whole, oh, she's only, you know, one heartbeat away and the guy's a thousand right. years old. They're, they're, that yeah. is definitely something that is more prevalent when it comes to a Joe Biden versus yeah. a like nobody's thinking Barack Obama is going right. to drop dead of old age, right. you know, whether he's one term or two. But with Joe Biden, I think people's expectation more than not is he won't serve a full second yeah, term like he won't because spend, he's and, just not going to survive it. And well, I think that he'll inevitably, just... inevitably, his. <laughs> His his vice president will become the president at Jesus. some point. But you're so but you're not you're not wrong. You're not wrong, and I think that that's a. I mean, that's a, it's a bigger deal with him than it is sure. for other sitting presidents. Yeah, yeah. I can't think of. I mean, Jesus. I don't think. I know people said that about McCain, but I was like, I didn't think John McCain was in any. Like, is the guy had skin cancer or something? <laughs> you know, he, yeah. It's not like he had fucking you know, uh, prostate cancer or uh, freaking pancreatic cancer. The guy had fucking skin cancer. He had a couple of moles taken off. He was fine. But, uh, right. you know, I think that we'll have to see what happens. I, it, it'll be it'll be a hell of a ride. Let's put it that way. But, uh, oh God. yeah, I mean, I'm sure. not I'm not really looking forward to it because I think it's just going to be, you know, I mean, I already am starting to see the ads and it's just it's yeah. this it, it's so funny because it's just like 2016 again where it's like the fucking scare tactics by trump like uh, you know, yeah i know here. that's Joe what kills me. it's it's such a been there done that right why is every every criminal and rapist into the country and mm. now they're all coming in from hamas it's like all right take it easy you know yeah he's he's playing the hits again and he's hoping that the hits will uh will do something good but uh it, it kills me that it, that it still works but Oh, sure. That's, yeah. And it kills me that, fear is that it's going to. So. Well, and then it kills me that people like blanketly support this guy. And, you know, like I said, I'm not even a I mean, I understand like politics and I understand enough to know that, like, you know, there might be better options out there. Like I said, I'm, I'm not totally against Nikki Haley. I'm not totally against uh, Chris Christie either. Like, I think that, you know, the thing is, is I think as long as it's not Donald Trump, I think nothing's going to happen for the next four years. Like, it's just going to be business as usual. Maybe something will get passed. Probably not. Like, it's been the same way for the last 30 years. This is how it's been. You know, um, since the Reagan administration, this is how it's been. I mean, nothing happens. Like, well, yeah, I mean, we've got it, it's not just the presidency, right? It's right. And Congress has, has been deadlocked for so long that exactly. And 
you go like every two years, every six years or whatever, there's a change. And then one person's got it and then the other doesn't. And then, then this and then, then that. And then that. and now like you get the filibuster and it's like nobody can get anything done. So it's like shit doesn't change. You know, business as usual, you know. And I think that as long as we don't have a moron who wants to put bleach inside of you to clean out the COVID, I think that we're perfectly fine. Yeah. But it's a depressing subject. Maybe though, maybe he'll win and maybe the whole thing will collapse and we can start over fresh and we'll have <laughs> okay. that post. We'll have that. Well, we'll have that post. You know, every cloud, there's a silver lining. We'll have that post apocalyptic world and then the cordyceps will come up and take over and then we'll have mm. everybody. We'll just go back to normal in five years. Yeah. Well, you'll, you'll get to see that, that apocalypse, the end of the world where, <laughs> It plays out, and then things just kind of gradually go back to yeah, normal. That's, like, like that's you what we're hoping in pop culture. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, just kind of to wrap up the year. I know you don't give a crap, but um, just in sporting events, um, you know the uh-huh. the was, was the, there a, a Super Bowl this year? There was a Super Bowl this year. It was won by the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, um, the Chefs won. Yep, the Chefs did win. They uh, Super Bowl uh, LVII. What's that? Fifty. 57 57 i don't know l is five v 50 yeah 57 so this was super bowl 57 and um it was between the kansas city chefs and the philadelphia eagles Mm. and the uh kansas city chiefs won uh the mvp was patrick mahomes he is not the man who dates who's currently dating um taylor swift that is his Uh tight end um uh his Do you know the tight end? Do you know the name of the guy that's dating Taylor Swift? Well, I know that I don't know what he does football wise, but I know it's Travis Kelsey. That's right, that's Travis Kelsey. Yes. Name. Yeah, I know. Name. I'm tired of hearing his stupid name. <laughs> okay, so Travis Kelsey. Yeah, no, but uh, yeah. So the let's Chiefs hurry won. up this breakup and and get that song written. And I know move on. Soon, Come on. soon enough. Soon enough. Get but, out of your um, system, Taylor. Yeah. But yeah, so that was the Super Bowl. Um, I'll stick mostly to the Big Four, just because you you don't give a shit about the Big Four. Oh, let alone it's Big your five. show. I, but, well, uh, I mean, because I could say like um, NASCAR. I think the person that won the NASCAR series. Um, oh no, that's uh, was Ben Rhodes. I think I don't know who that is though. So oh. I, I don't really follow NASCAR. I apologize to all the NASCAR. People. I really, you know what? I used to at least know the names as far as NASCAR. Believe it or not. <laughs> Yeah, because my family was sort of I, I, I sound like an asshole if I say in the industry, but my mm-hmm. my dad's my dad's parents would promote uh, local local races and would be involved mm-hmm. when when NASCAR would come to Richmond so, International Race Week. You so know, they, they were they be on the local. Yeah. On the local level, they would be involved in just general event promotions and stuff like that mm. and, and have been for years and years and years like that's been their thing yeah yeah so they were, I at they, least they, they were to... they were bootleggers <laughs> you could say that that's how nascar started they were bootleggers yeah yeah but um that's cool so i've been to some races i, I at mm. least used to know driver names even when i wasn't nice like, actively watching it but that's that's been a while so i'm not sure i would know any current 
like NASCAR. Who's the major sponsor now? I don't even know. Um, I mean, um, yeah, it depends on who you like. Lowe's, Home talking, Depot, like, and, and Cup days. Right? Yeah, I mean, if I had to go back and look, let me see. Ben Rhodes. Uh, Ben Rhodes is a stock car driver. Well, it says, oh, see, he drives the truck series. Oh, yeah. So that's different. That. So I think I'm wrong. That's on totally that. So Yeah, that's totally different. So fuck him. We won't talk about him. No. Um, Cup series. Let's I don't know who the, the I don't Xfinity. Know who God, yeah. we sound like idiots now. I know. Well, let's, well, we can move on, though, while you're looking that up. The NCAA men's basketball was won by the Yukon Huskies. And the women's basketball was won by the LSU Tigers. So that was kind of a big thing that happened in April. Um, March Madness running into April April Asylum. I don't know what you call it. But uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> you got, uh, let me see, moving down, going through the rest of the year. You have, um, obviously, we had, uh, it says, like, well, uh, that's in October. But Major League Baseball, the Texas Rangers won the World Series this year. They were one of the few teams, I think, now there's only, I think there's only, like, two. I think now like only two teams, I think that have or two or three. There's only like a few teams that have not uh, won the world series and Texas was one of them. So now Texas is, uh, you know, has, has, has kind of gotten that monkey off their back. So, um, which is nice. Um, and, um, yeah. So how many teams I think it's, oh, so it is five now. So there's the Padres, the Brewers, the Mariners, the Rockies, and the Rays. I think the Mariners have never been to a World Series. So that's kind of cool. There's like only one team that has never been to the World Series at this point. So, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, pretty yeah, much everybody else is. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, in hockey this year, it was uh, the Golden nuggets the vegas golden not golden nuggets i always say it's the golden knights pete's pete's spitting at me right now <laughs> uh, vegas the golden nuggets the vegas golden knights the won. hershey special nuggets the Hershey's. and the cool thing about that though is that this was their second year i believe in existence as a team as a franchise i think it's their second year uh if not it's like their third year but i think it's their second year so and i think they made the stanley cup like the previous year which is kind of cool so I'm not a huge hockey fan. I mean, I do, you know, follow, I follow the Bruins loosely, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it was kind of cool. Like it was, it, it's kind of a cool thing when like, you know, um, a new team that early goes on to win friggin' Stanley cup, which is the, which is the big championship that they win. They win the big championship. <laughs> awesome. They win the big championship, man. Um, uh, and then won the uh, big one. they won the big one. Yeah. They won the big, big one. So let me see. Basketball, I believe, for the NBA was uh, hmm, who won the NBA? The no, that's the. Jeez, mm, I sound like such a dumbass. I don't know these fucking games, but I uh, don't even pretend to know. So, I mean, yeah, the, who the hell won the fucking game? Oh yeah, the Denver Nuggets. That's right, because the Heat, the Miami Heat, played the Celtics in the uh, conference final, and then the Denver Nuggets beat the Miami Heat in five games to win the nba so there's your there's your big four for sports and i think that's kind of that's all the sports i give a shit about i mean i don't know if does anybody give a shit to know that fucking roman reigns won at wrestlemania over over cody Rhodes? i do have an update um i am oh. told by wikipedia yeah that someone called ryan blaney is the ah. current nascar cup series champion. okay 
Well, there you go. For, for Roger Penske, Team Penske. Oh. He drives a Ford. Hmm. Okay. He drives a Ford. And he's Penske, the Penske. And I don't file. know the name. I'm sorry. I don't know. It's I'm the looking Penske at these file. past few names. It's it's the first name and a few that, like, I know the name Joe Logano from last year. Oh, yeah. Joe Logano. Well, yeah. I don't yeah. know Kyle Larson. I'm sorry. From 2020. Okay. I know Chase Elliott. I know Kyle Bush. Joe Logano again. Martin Truex. Like, I know all those names going back past several years but i i don't know this ryan blaney fellow so congratulations to him we were good we were gone kind of dream that can't be so we were right till we weren't built a home and watched it burn That sounds like a good uh, review of the year. Um, well, wait, Keith. Um, oh. Did you see, just real quickly, not to step on your toes. Not at all. Um, did you see the two movies that were released this year, um, Barbie or Oppenheimer? Well, I so think they were the only, they, those were the only two movies released this year, right? Yes. Uh, no, Tim, there were more than two movies that came out. Oh, well, I, I was not aware of that. I, I only know a life of uh, Barbenheimer. So uh, that seemed to dominate uh, the cinemas here in 2023. Did uh, did you experience uh, Barbenheimer um, in theaters or, or uh, subsequently? Are you experienced? No. Are you experienced? Um, I wasn't. I didn't get experienced at all in either of them. Um, Which is okay. odd, too, because I think that Oppenheimer would have been right up my alley, I feel like. You know? Mm -hmm. But... And as Barbie's right up your alley, right? Uh, yeah, you might say so. Um, I was pretty <laughs> impressed with the film. I, it's it's very um, self aware. We'll, we'll say and and tongue in cheek yeah. at the same time. Um, I am frankly shocked that Mattel. I assume Mattel owns Barbie, still the brand. I think so. Um, I'm pretty shocked that they would sign off on this. Um, really? Yeah. Not okay. that it, it doesn't present Barbie in a, a negative light at all. It's just, it's a little bit more. It, it's it's got more of a. Well, it's got more of a bite to it than you might expect a, okay. a Barbie film to have where it's, it's like, okay. um, it, I don't want to say like it. It's not like making a big political state. I, I guess in some ways it is just by, mm. by the virtue of the fact that it exists in the form that it does. Yeah. But um, there are a lot of people, let's let's face it, who are just instantly turned off by that. Right. Who are just looking right. for reasons to complain about, oh, you, you went woke with, you know, whatever it is. Right. They yeah, just yeah, yeah. their whole identity is just defined by complaining about wokeness and culture and, and which is mm -hmm. so funny to me because as much as they complain about 
oh, why does this have a, a political take? Why keep politics out of my my pop culture? Keep politics out of my my superheroes, out of my Barbie, out of whatever it is. Right. Well, you have now created your own political ideology around rejection of politics, right? Mm. Like that is now. I don't know. Anyway, um, I could I could go on and on about that. The point being, uh, it's very entertaining, well done film, killer soundtrack. Yeah, um, yeah. Like there were actually like multiple singles on this soundtrack, okay. um, which is bizarre to me given the year that we've had in music. I, I guess we'll talk about that. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, you've you've got some some Nicki Minaj in here. You got some Billie Eilish. Uh, mm-hmm. You have uh, you have some, you have some Ryan Gosling. Yeah, some Ryan Gosling singing uh, <laughs> "I'm Just Ken" original song mm-hmm. from the movie. Yeah, I, I will say I I like Ryan Gosling. I wasn't and and I and look he he plays the part well. I don't know that he would be he would have been my first choice for for Ken. He may um, not be your Ken. He may not be my Ken. Uh, okay speaking as a gay homosexual um but that's that's okay because he is just ken um yeah and and that's the point uh the the song barbie girl that you might be thinking of from mm-hmm. the 90s Come by on, uh by barbie. aqua yeah by aqua mm-hmm. um was not actually directly in the films i think there were some okay. maybe some rights issues there i don't know but it was mm-hmm. It was heavily sampled by um, Nicki Minaj and Ice Spice in the song oh. Barbie World, which puts kind of a, and I say heavily hmm. sampled, it puts kind of a different spin on it um, hmm. that, I don't know, I guess, look, I would have preferred the the original. Obviously, I think a lot of us would, but I, yeah. I'll settle for what they came up with. I, you know, your mileage may vary with, with Nicki, but. That's okay. All in all, yeah, solid film. Recommend um, hmm. unless you're a weirdo with weird ideological um, feelings and sure. reasons to reject this. I mean, Oppenheimer, I I didn't see. Um, I, I to say this will be controversial. I don't love Christopher Nolan films, and I don't love him as a filmmaker. Okay, like outside of. The Dark Knight. Mm. I don't really care for his filmography. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, it's not. It's not a crazy. It's not like you're a crazy, insane person for saying that. I think. It's uh, not for me. Okay, it's just not for me. Mostly. No, I mean, I think that. I mean, I know, like, I know, like, for film buffs, everybody loves Memento. Everybody loves um, Inception. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think for me. I like the Dark Knight. I'm a bigger fan of Batman Begins. Yeah, I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never seen Insomnia, but I know Insomnia is fucking great. That's the one that's got the cheese. You know what? Insomnia is another one I would say I actually do. Like, I'm okay with his his pretty straightforward stuff, but when he goes big, when he does a big ideas movie, it it tends not to work for me because I get really lost in the details. Mm. And I just think like he sets up the, like something like inception. Yeah. 
this grand premise with all of these rules, but then it mm-hmm. immediately starts breaking its own rules before it's yep. even like even really established them. Yeah. And I'm just like, I can't, I'm sorry. I just, and I know that that's like sort of missing the forest for the trees. Well, I'm sorry. I just, I can't get on board with it. I need, but I, I need I, this to make sense. And I feel like if I'm getting lost, then yeah, that's like, to your discredit as a filmmaker you did know? you see tenant because i think tenant was like that no, where, i didn't even i didn't even bother yeah like but I that's think, like I the think a lot of people of, yeah, yeah like that's I think how a lot i feel of people about that saw that were like what the fuck am i watching so and but i didn't that's see how it. i feel about like all of this stuff i was like well, welcome to welcome to my world folks because hey, that's like every christopher Nolan i i watched interstellar i oh the thing God. i loved most about interstellar was the music uh-huh. Um, I think is it Hans Zimmer, I think, did the score, and it's fucking awesome. Um, but the story I needed to like spend I, at least a good three days afterwards trying to like <laughs> read about okay, so I this is what happened when he was on this place, and god, incomprehensible. Yeah, my brother found it like my brother was like, What the fuck are we watching? I was like, I I, I don't really know, and I tried to be like, Oh, you don't understand the concepts of and i was like oh i sound like such a douchebag so i was like i don't know what it means i was like the no, music's well, real pretty I, <laughs> we went into a black hole and then yeah. spoke to our dad from behind a bookshelf right, right. because the power of love is what r- really matters mm. I, yeah uh, yeah uh, okay. so maybe you're right maybe 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 he needs to go back to doing like small pieces like memento I'll be totally cool. Yeah, I don't I don't hate and even that has its own gimmick, right? But it's not like it's not like you can't follow it. It's just a it's just an unusual nonlinear narrative. I like I like your explanation of him as like world building. Mm-hmm. Like he probably should stay away from world building because okay, yeah. When he's yeah. when he starts getting no, but like you're right. Like when he starts getting into that, it's like he's almost doing too much. He gets a little um, up his own ass, I think. Yeah, and I didn't see Oppenheimer. Uh, L.A. Chris, which is probably it. fine. I, I really doubt yeah. that Oppenheimer is the type sure. of you know thing that is going to be hard to follow. It's uh, but you know what? Historical I, I, drama. I think it does get a. I think my friend did say it gets a little preachy, so maybe that is part of a you I'm know greater okay thing. Preachy. I'm even okay with preachy yeah. as long as I can fucking understand it. You know, I was just I was more excited that Cillian Murphy uh, got a chance to have like a lead role again because i do like him a lot i like him and i feel like he doesn't he doesn't get a lot of lead roles you know he always ends up being Mm -hmm. like the second guy and which is fine i mean you know but um i mean he is the star of peaky blinders but that's if somebody watches peaky blinders if you don't watch peaky blinders then which i don't watch peaky blinders so it's like you're not gonna fucking care about that but uh um man did you ever see uh red eye Yes, with, yes. With him and uh is it Rachel McAdams? Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I love that movie. It's so good. Oh. And he uh I mean, it's just look. He's a piece he's of like shit really well, yeah, he's also really low-key sexy in that movie. Yeah, he is. Kind of, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is Cillian Killian or Cillian? Cillian, I think, right? I think Cillian Murphy do Yeah. I think it's Cillian Murphy. I think Cillian, that's I think how he says yeah, his name. Yeah. Um, like the assholes and are just no, I think I feel like it is Cillian because it's like an English thing. I don't know. But uh some other movies that came out. Uh let's see. I'm gonna what? run down other movies. 
Yeah, I'm going to run down. Well, there's a fucking a few big ones that came out this year. You know, like uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ah. Party in the Galaxy 3. Okay. Um, didn't Ant-Man Quantumania come out this year? It either came out this year or 9,000 years ago. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania came out this year, as okay. well as the Marvels. Yes, um, you know, so most the, recently, yeah. So the uh, the 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 Marvel extended Marvel universe for uh, Spider Man did did come out. We also had a uh, Mission Impossible seventy two, uh, Dead Reckoning, <laughs> whatever number oh. Mission Impossible this is that came okay. out. Um, John Wick Chapter Four came we, out. Okay, another John Wick. John Wick was John Wick Chapter Four was great. It was great. I saw it. Was fantastic. Um, you know who's in it is um Bill Skarsgård, Bill Skarsgård. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And he's fucking great in it. Like he's like the main bad guy, and he's fucking awesome in it. So uh yeah, it was, it was a good movie. He's always it. a good bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yep, Lawrence Fishburne's still in it, which is good. Um, <clears throat> as well as uh um Ian McShane. I was like, what the hell's his name? Winston. He's the guy that runs the, the Continental. I love that guy, Ian McShane. Um, oh, God. Just on a sidetrack for Ian McShane. So he does the voice in Kung Fu Panda. He's the... <laughs> I, I know, it's so stupid, but he he's Tai Lung. Not where he, I thought that was going, but okay. <laughs> but he plays Tai Lung. And there's like the scene where Tai Lung comes back and he's he, he faces against uh, Master Shifu who's voiced by Dustin Hoffman. And there's this, they fight in like the doge, they fight in the, the temple or whatever. And it's a fucking awesome scene. And the dialogue that they wrote for that is so like just passionate. And Ian McShane for a, for a cartoon, for an animated, he, oh my God, like he, he encompassed every part of like every emotion that that character, that cartoon character is feeling. Oh God. If, so good. I mean, you could probably YouTube it, YouTube it, because it's so fucking awesome. And you're like, this is a cartoon. This is a goofy cartoon with fucking yeah, Jack I mean... Black playing a fucking panda. And it's so good. It was like such a almost tearjerker, you know? Oh, shit. I don't know. Not what I, I expected you... from Kung Fu Panda. Yeah. <laughs> unexpected. Very unexpected. But uh, another big movie that came out this year that you may have seen, I don't know, was uh, Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Did you see it? No, I. You should see it. It's on. I, it's. it's I available. remember the original. Um, oh no, no, the see, original that's... live action Dungeon. Right. Dungeon. No, no, it's garbage. No, but this was what's great oh. about it is that this. The best part about this is that this technically falls under the category of a sequel that's better than the original. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No, it's really good. It's got Chris Pine. Chris Pine's in it. Um. Also, uh, Michelle Rodriguez, who her, you know, normally has resting bitch face all the time. She doesn't in mm. this the entire time and it works. So it's like it makes me want to see Michelle Rodriguez in a lot more stuff, uh, considering I refuse to watch the fast movies. So I kind of want to see her in more shit. <laughs> um, and then uh, what's that guy's name? R- Rajay Jean Page. He's like mm. he was in Bridgerton. He's the the guy from Bridgerton that like everybody was like drooling over. Um, he's in it for like he's in it for like five minutes, but he made it to the poster. I don't know why. Um, Hugh Grant's in it. Justice Smith, <laughs> Justice Smith, like the guy that was in the Pokemon movie. <laughs> I love it. 
Yeah, you should check this out. It's on like Prime. It's on uh, Paramount Plus and everything. So you should check it out. It's a good movie. Yeah, I remember it. it uh, was it a same day streaming and and the, in, in theater release? But yeah, I know it was on streaming it very was. quickly. Yeah. It seemed I think I think it was. I think it was streaming on like Paramount Plus like same day, which you can mm. see it on Paramount Plus now if you have it. Which I think we all well, you and I have it. I think so. I feel but like yeah. the narrative is that box office receipts were really down this year. Like all of a sudden mm-hmm. people just stopped going to movies or, or yeah. theaters haven't come back from COVID or whatever it is. When I feel like the reality is the movies tell me if this is too simplistic a take, but the movies that kind of deserved to do well, did really well. <laughs> ones yes. that didn't just didn't. I mean, yes, I, I do think that maybe, the Marvels got kind of unfairly buried. I, I do think that was a little mm-hmm. bit like it deserved to do a little bit better, right? Like it's a better movie than what it's, it's uh, box office take would, would indicate, but it still kind of got lumped in with that, you know, a little bit of superhero fatigue. This doesn't yep. feel like the most consequential yep. of Marvel movies. Marvel has maybe flown a little too close to the sun here in recent years so it, it got punished i think as a consequence of that but for the most part you talk about oh marvel so down well look at what guardians of the galaxy did like that was still a very well received movie right and compared to ant-man wasp quantum mania didn't do so well well guess what wasn't very good wasn't really looked forward to by people um yeah it's just <laughs> It's, I don't know I mean, why was, this has to be rocket science. Oh wait, we're back to Oppenheimer now. One, one of the um, it's all sick. Sorry. It's all cyclical. Uh, no, um, cyclical. No, the one thing I would say about the one thing that kind of as I was watching Quantum Mania, and maybe you'll get this because you're a comic nerd as well. I was like, this isn't an Ant Man movie. This is a Fantastic Four movie. Mm, yeah did you yeah, kind of get right. that feeling or not really like i kind of got that feeling that it was more the, of a fantastic yeah thriller. where they're like the explorers right yeah the, what do they call them the imaginauts who yeah do the travel bullshit. to the negative zone and all this bullshit you know yeah yeah which i mean the the quantum verse the micro pretty much the microverse right or yeah. even yeah, the you know, quantum realm, all that. I mean, it's a stand-in for whatever the Fantastic Four might be doing. And yeah, and, and there's what? There's four of them, right? So <laughs> I just I just realized that the entire time we were talking about television shows, we didn't once mention Loki or Ahsoka. Or I know. I um, I mean it crossed my mind, but I was like, there, yeah. I mean, there was a season of the Mandalorian. That I just didn't watch for no reason. Like I'm oh, not oh, like I, okay. I, I oh. not because I didn't plan to. I just yeah. like didn't get around to it and realized yeah. oh I didn't miss this. And I blame Book of Boba Fett for that <laughs> because Book of wow. Boba Fett. You should was go a back show. On. Yeah, but you well, should well it sucked. It absolutely sucked for its first three episodes. Yeah, but then and then it turned into a different show completely. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, this is good now, question yeah. mark. And it just left me very yeah. confused. It just, at the end of the day, I was just very 
had no idea what to expect where or where this star wars disney plus mm. vision was even going anymore and well, so I, I, think- I think that that it just took the wind out of myself i didn't watch ahsoka even though i um, i liked the character when she appeared in mandalorian i just yeah loki was good i will say we we should have mentioned loki season two i thought that was pretty good loki was good Secret invasion um, sucked secret invasion was so yeah ugh. secret invasion wasn't as as and and i was really kind of bummed out too because i yeah. love amelia clark um you know she was one of the she was one of the shining parts of like the last couple of seasons of game of thrones that was kind of like you know a little off Maybe. a little bit yeah um I love Ben Mendelsohn, Olivia Coleman. Oh, I love Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, friggin' Don Cheadle and fucking <clears throat> Samuel Jackson are are awesome. Uh, so I mean it was a little disappointing. It wasn't it wasn't horrifying. I mean, like, I wasn't like I'm not one of these people that's like, it fucking sucks, it was fucking terrible. But you know, I can understand I hated it. I yeah, I can understand I finished why people... two episodes. I got through the second um, episode and said, I hate this. I fucking hate yeah. this and i'm not well, watching it well, it's, you know you're entitled which it's is fine. probably it, look probably an overreaction yeah um but i i just I, i've been in this place where marvel has been churning out all of this content and it's mm-hmm. been so the vast majority of it has been so mid yeah. at best yeah. that i was just sick of it i was just really well, sick of it I, I know for me, I said this to the other day to somebody. I went, listen, I go, you go back 20 years, 25, really, because we've been lucky since like 2000. But you go back like 25 years, 26 years. There was fucking nothing, nothing. And you literally were like, oh, they're going to do the freaking Star Wars movie. And we were like itching and dying and just foaming at the mouth for any news that we could get off of. uh what was that website that people used Ain't to go cool to? News. Yes. And we were like, what are we going to do? What is going to be around? Coming.net. Is... Yes. And then you literally would. And then we all like, I, I didn't camp out, but I went, I took the day off of work the day that uh, episode one opened. And I got there at like six o'clock in the morning and was like waiting in line all day to go to the friggin' midnight show. You yeah, know? So be, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I remember coming out of that and going like, well, it was a Star Wars movie. That's fun, you know. And like, like you didn't want to admit that what you saw was not good, dog shit. And I was like, wow, they really. I was like, why did they kill the two best fucking characters in the movie? And I was like, fucking terrible. I was like so mad. And I was like, okay, um, I guess it's about trade federation, like trade what? disputes, man. Yeah, trade disputes. And I was like, but I, but you know what? I was happy that I saw it. I was happy knowing that there was another movie coming out in a couple of years. You know. Um, I like you and McGregor. I was just really mad that they got rid of Darth Maul and friggin' Qui Gon. I was like, fucking Qui Gon, like that guy could have been around for another movie, like he could have died uh, in the second movie. But uh, I know he had to go, but um, yeah, no, I mean, but now it's like, like you said, we're so oversaturated with, with content that it's like, it's like, oh, let's not go to this Denny's, let's go to the other Denny's, you know, like, <laughs> right. I, like there's, there's like four Dunkin' Donuts in like my immediate area, and I know the bad one and i every time i leave the bad one because it's the closest one to my house i always go it's the fucking shittiest dunkin donuts why do i go to this one <laughs> like it's the worst <laughs> so i don't know why i don't go to the one down the street the one that's down the other end of the street is a better dunkin donuts and i never go to that one. 
So uh, it is yeah. a little bit. Yeah, we're a little spoiled for choice. I, I, sure. I do agree. But I also think that Marvel like tapped into that magic, right? Yeah. Where they were able to not only put out three, four films a year, but maintained the standard of quality for a long, long sure. time. Yeah. And now there's like, there's all these weird revisionist takes where and I think this is so stupid. Like there's a, a cottage industry of YouTube videos and YouTubers yeah. who are like, Oh, well, is it safe now? Can we talk about how, Avengers in 2012 actually sucked. And it's like, oh, okay, so now retroactively we're saying all of these were bad. Oh, that's yeah. that's where yeah. we are. That's and that's, it's like, no, that's not that's not that's, what happened. The, that's the movie started getting bad. <laughs> like the the quality substantially dropped. It's not that well, we just got I mean, yes, the to a certain extent the culture does move on, and I think that we are seeing that phenomenon, but it has certainly been accelerated by some subpar products that have been put out there. Well, all right. So here's here's a uh, here's a hot take, and this could be very uh, controversial, but I was talking about this with my brother yesterday because we were watching uh, Civil War was on, and I was like, okay. okay, this is and and obviously that stars uh, well co-stars um, uh, for Black Panther. Um, Everybody, yeah, yeah but <laughs> right. But um, oh my god, why am I blanking on his fucking name? Right You're talking now? about Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman, yes. Okay, so I was like looking up Chadwick Boseman, and I went, okay. He and and again, this is really awful, and I apologize up front for this. But he You're found out apologize he apologize for your take. Okay. Yes, I'm gonna apologize for my take because it's it's a kind of a dick take, but it's hear me out. He finds out that he get he's he's got stage three cancer in like 2016, which is right about the time he would have been either filming or signed to do Civil War, right? Because Civil War came out in 2016. He signed knowing that he was going to be doing a five picture deal and that he was probably going to be the face of the Avenger franchise after like the Infinity Saga because... They had their intention, like Kevin Feige had the intention to cycle off from the original Avengers and move into the new Avenger group, which would have been Spider-Man, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Black Panther, and let's say Falcon, right? Um, Probably, yeah. Yeah. Is it, is it, and he didn't tell anybody, like apparently no one knew he was sick aside from like his family or whatever, which again, that's, that's, you know his 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 prerogative and everything like that i'm not shitting on him for that but do you think that there's like is there some kind of a hindsight to look at and say like maybe he should have said to them like hey i just want you guys to know that blah 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 i mean the guy was already considered to be one of the fucking best actors around like people were calling already before he did black panther they were calling him like the next denzel washington and just like he was going to be this, you know, phenomenal actor and and do all these amazing things. And yeah, his body of work that he's put out, um, even friggin' posthumously, is amazing. So, is there is there a possibility that like maybe he should have said something to know that like they put all their fucking eggs basically in the friggin' Chadwick Boseman basket, mm. and he died. And not that mm. that and like I said, this is why it's a controversial take. It's like. 
you know, is that, does that, it kind of sucks for everybody involved, you know, because now they're kind of like, I almost feel like they're rudderless at this point because I don't think that Brie Larson wants to be the face of the company. I don't know if um, anybody who really wants to be the face of the company now, you know, because yeah. you have, um, you know, like, who do you have now? Like, you know, you always hear about um, not um, Tom Holland, like, Oh, I might do one more. And yeah, he's, he's a little wishy-washy too. Yeah. And they also don't really even have full control over the character. Yeah. So yeah. they can't I mean, really go all in on him. I don't, I don't know if like, I don't know if Benedict Cumberbatch is like, wants to really be the, the yeah. main guy. Like, like Robert Downey Jr. was the fucking face of that friggin'. Well, that, that's the thing. Group. Honestly, I think the bigger issue is doing the whole legacy character concept in the marvel cinematic universe yeah i think was always going to be tricky and i think it was always going to be perceived as well now we're just working with the leftovers because all the big stars their sure. contracts have run out you know what i mean sure. it's just like in comics right whenever you try to replace yeah you replace iconic, the team it, it never like it never it never sticks right, right. it just it never like is as much virtue as there may be in doing that idea like yeah mm. let's go ahead and retire batman let's retire yeah. superman whatever like maybe there's validity to doing it it just and you can get like very cool interesting legacy characters to come out of it yeah but they never ever ever stick and that's why i've always right. for as much as people get a bat for oh we need more legacy characters it's like why why all you're doing is introduce yes introduce new characters great but stop mm -hmm. trying to sell us a bill of goods that we know is completely false because these things always in comics reset the problem is in live action in reality you don't have that luxury you know right. people get old people want to move on and do different things well I contracts was gonna... run out yeah you want too much money whatever the case is mm. we may never see and it's very likely we'll never see robert downey jr as iron man again like right. that's that's a very distinct possibility if we're talking comics of course tony stark comes back as iron man at some point right right because that's always been the case so I think they've been up against that wall, and the reality is Chadwick Boseman or not, that was that was always going to be a problem. And mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I feel like if I'm Chaz Chadwick Boseman, I, I can never put myself in the shoes of someone who is in that position of being diagnosed with a you know potentially fatal illness. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Questioning what you know, what do I do here? I've got this. Mm -hmm offer of a lifetime essentially i'll just say i i think i would have a hard time well and putting and, the needs of a tentpole franchise yeah, studio yeah. production ahead of i know life. and that's and and you know what me, i mean like right. i might need that money to be honest with well, you. well and right? that's what, nothing and, else and that's what my my brother said that last night he goes dude he signed that contract because he knew that he needed to make as much money as possible to make sure that his yeah. family was taken care of and i go no, I get it. And I guess this is a, and like I said, it's a, it's a hot take, but it's a selfish, like kind of dick hot take where it's just like, you're absolutely right. He's not going to put the needs of his, of his, of his, of the tentpole franchise ahead of his own. It makes total sense. And I'm being, and like I said, this is a hindsight, like no, 
it is a until, what if, right? Up until the moment he died, I was 1000% behind like Chadwick Boseman appears in every fucking thing ever for Marvel every time. Like put him in every movie, put him in every show, put him in everything because that's just how good of an actor he was. And believe me, when he died, it it hit me. And it hit me because oh, I was like, was, holy yeah, shit. I was like, not only was he not only was he an amazing actor or, or at least amazing Black Panther and an amazing character and that, but he was an and then you started hearing how wonderful of a man he was, and you're like, holy yeah. shit. And it's and that's where like to kind of contrast that with like the Jonathan Majors news where, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, he's an amazing actor. He's fantastic. He was fantastic in Loki. He was he was pretty good in Quantum Mania, but he was fantastic in Loki. He was great in Loki season two. And yeah. it's one of these things where now like we have to move on from him. And it's like the question comes up like, well, do they recast? Do they try something different? And, you know, and it's like, you were never going to recast. And when I went into like Wakanda forever, I was like on board with uh, Letitia, right? I was like, let's get her in there. Let's friggin' get her going and having her be like the next, you know, have her take the role almost as if she was really, um, you know, Shuri and she's taking over as the Black Panther. And, you know, mm-hmm. like I was like, all right, let's do this. But it's just, I don't, I don't know if she wants that friggin' weight. Like that's a huge weight to put on their shoulders of like, she's going to be the next face of this, of this, like you said, tentpole franchise empire. And, but I think that's why the state of Marvel movies, especially this year. These are major, major problems that I think they haven't fully reckoned with. I like you, I I was not in favor of of recasting T'Challa after Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, I'm glad they didn't. I'm I'm glad they didn't. Well, I'm kind of sort of reversing course on that because not to say he could ever be replaced. However, I do think that, I mean, just as, you know, as a person, right? But the act, no, but but I mean, that's like, not, and not that, not that a comparison at all, but like Don Cheadle is a far better friggin' war machine than. Yeah, you know, uh, what's what's his name? I don't even remember. uh, Terrence Howard. Howard, Exactly. Like, I mean, like, let's be honest. I mean, like, you know, it's the same thing with like Jonathan Majors could be replaced. It's not a it's not the end of the world for the character. But I mean, with with Chadwick Boseman, I just think the Black Panther character, T'Challa, that character in particular, there's a lot of value and reasons to keep him in circulation to keep him in the picture yeah and and not retire the actual character right yes even though his performer is is no longer sadly with us correct correct i think there's reasons beyond oh no he died so we're stuck right like it's like when when richard harris died they didn't just stop having dumbledore in the harry potter yeah i mean yeah Exactly. And I mean, and some people to, consider you have to take these things into consideration. You just do, yeah. Um, it's but like some very, people consider very important character beyond just yeah. comic books or movies or whatever. I think yeah. that there's a way to do it respectfully and just keep it moving. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, well, they're gonna, that, keep and that's moving. where I'm at. That's where I'm at as far as that, but. That's just one of many problems that Marvel is gonna have to. Yeah, Marvel does have it just because it just seems like one thing after another here lately. 
Um, but look, it, hey, speaking of movies that deserve to do well, uh, Into the Spider Verse, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yep, was handsomely rewarded. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. It seems like it's going to be longer than we initially thought <laughs> getting a sequel to that, but um, <laughs> some, still something to look forward to. That is uh, currently on Netflix. If um, yeah. Yeah, folks haven't seen it yet. You know, that's I like the Miles Morales character. I mm-hmm. as a very old school fan, and I've I've talked to um our our uh, friend Sean Kidd about this as well. Another old school comics fan. Mm-hmm. I, I'm a little bit still thrown by this take on Spider Man as a um multiversal adventurer like it just seems like all of a sudden it was decided probably through movies that the appeal of the spider-man character is oh he's constantly hopping dimensions and Hmm. meeting up with you know different counterparts different variants of himself and getting into wacky hijinks and you know there's a there's a noir spider-man there's there's a spider hand there's all kinds of different it's like that's not Spider-Man to me. That's <laughs> when did that become like the public consciousness of what the essence of this character is? It would be like all of a sudden if Batman became a starship captain and was zipping around the galaxy, you know, it just right. and people decided that's, that's what is inherently norm. cool about Batman, you know. Yeah, that's the it, new that's norm how norm foreign norm. that's how foreign this take on spider-man is to hmm. me okay um because he was all he was always the friendly neighborhood spider-man right he sure. was always having ground level adventures and when you took him out of that environment it was purposely an, an, an exception it was to do a fish out of water type of story well and i think and, that the f- I, I, well guy i'm sorry i don't want to cut you off and that has just now become the norm you know and yeah. i'm just like what? what i think part of it is because Tom Holland's Spider-Man was introduced into the MCU so late. He was already thrown into a Mm. mature cinematic universe that to try to do very grounded um, street level type stories with that character would have felt a little regressive at that point. You know, we're talking 2016, 2017. We were kind of past that kind of thing. You know, we were gearing up for, cosmic level you know thanos infinity gems and sorry infinity stones <laughs> insanity right I, I will accept gems but <laughs> i mean you. i think but i well i think that with the first so you Spider- had to go big you had to go big with spider-man from the jump i feel yeah like, but they didn't introduce so late but i don't think that they went they didn't go world saving big for his two movies his no. two his two movies that he had like him, Michael Keaton's not that wasn't world ending. That and one wasn't no. I don't think the one with um Jake Gyllenhaal was really either. I mean, it seems it yeah, to be, it appeared yeah. to be, but that's the whole concept of Mysterio, you know. Yeah, so I true, guess that true. like when it came down to it, at the end of the day, it was just him fighting Mysterio and a whole bunch of drones. 
And that's what was yeah, spoiler, I don't know. I'm sorry, I'm spoiler making... alert. But well, no, no, no. But you're right because it's maybe everything I'm making else... too much of it. I just it's well, no. Weird, but everything, man. no, but everything else that he's in is not ground level. You're absolutely no, right. Like, not at know, all. Civil War wasn't ground level. Obviously, the Avenger movies are not ground level. I mean, that makes sense. So I can agree with that. No way um, home is like total multiverse. Yeah, no way home is not ground level. That's world ending. So I would agree. But our, maybe the second one is kind of. I mean, it takes him out of the city. It puts him in. Yeah. Yeah, maybe the second one is. But the first one. Far from him, right? Yeah. um, The first one's not. I mean, I sort of question, did they really have to do that? Couldn't they have just told this? I don't know. Um, Well, again, it's like the whole. I think. How much abuse can New York City really take? Well, I think. um, I also think walking out of that movie theater, I was like. I was like, Jesus, everything really does revolve around Tony. <laughs> like Mm-mm. everything again, like Tony Stark really was the the beacon of light in the entire Marvel. Yeah, movie, I mean, you know? that's been an issue too, where he, he kind of feels like Iron Spidey, Iron, like yeah, you know, yeah, Tony Jr. in some ways. That, but the first one's pretty good. Doesn't the first one? Yeah, pretty good, you know, I mean, overall, um, I, I like Tom Holland's Spider Man. Sure, um, I just that's just me being an old crank um <laughs> because it doesn't like it's not my spider-man you know that whole thing well i mean we can talk about another franchise that's doing well uh godzilla minus one. Oh shit that's right this that like this this freaking godzilla like this this godzilla this godzilla <laughs> is like just continuing about this godzilla yeah, he's continuing to kill it. Like, there's Godzilla minus one. There's that show on Apple uh, that's about Godzilla and like Kong. I think it's called like Monsters or Fighting Mon. I don't know, some fucking bullshit. Fighting Monsters or something. I don't know. Oh, um, I, I don't have the Apple. Yeah, there's some. Apple I forget. It's it's got like Apple um premium or something. Who the hell's in it? I forget who's in it. It's like uh, there's like a famous guy like attached to it too. I forget who it is. It's not Kevin Costner. I forget who it is. But um, it'd be amazing, Kevin Costner <laughs> in a Godzilla movie. Mon- Monarch Legacy of Monsters, I think, is what it's called. Oh, it's Kurt Russell's okay. in it. That's what it's. Kurt Russell's. Oh, in that's it. still pretty cool. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's in it with Wyatt Russell too, which is kind of cool. Like father oh, and son. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> and I think I think it's like a conti- I think it's kind of a continuation of that last um Godzilla movie. That the one where he fights Kong and they have um, uh, King Mecha, of all monsters or something. Yeah, Mecha Zilla or something like that. Yeah, and uh-huh. so he's having a fucking banner year, um, as well as a banner re- like re- redo into the world. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. in, it's incredible just how much friggin' Godzilla now is making an appearance and everything. So <laughs> look, I mean, in our lifetimes. It's rare that you get a good Godzilla movie. Yeah. Let's face it. I, I yeah. mean, we, we do not have fond memories of uh, the Matthew Broderick <laughs> classic from yep. 1998. <laughs> except, for, yeah, except for the the song, uh, Jimmy Page and Puff Daddy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, it did give us a decent soundtrack. Like like a lot of bad 90s movies, it gave us a decent soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it's coming out next year. Godzilla X Kong, the new empire. Uh, Yeah, it's going to be like a new. But that's that continuation of that, like that world. And I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, this is where we're at now. But, um, you know, hey, 
What are you gonna do? Godzilla's a big thing, you know. He's a big, he's a big, uh, he's a big guy there. <laughs> if that is where the appetite for modern day blockbusters is headed, like mm-hmm. giant monsters, once again, yeah. you know, as opposed you on board? to superheroes, as opposed to superheroes dominating the box office, mm-hmm. I'm kind of for it. I'm yeah. I'll, I'll I'll make that trade off. That's pretty sure. cool. Yeah, I'm on board. Lots I mean, that's of possibilities I think, there. And I think this Godzilla minus one is supposed to take place like after World War Two, mm-hmm. uh, and I think it has to do with like the bomb is dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki, and yes, this yeah, is Japan the birth is kind of, of the birth of Kong. To come back from yeah, not Kong, Godzilla, the birth of Godzilla. Godzilla yeah. yeah, and they're trying to come back from the war. Yeah, so devastating, and then this happens, you know. Yeah, so that's going to be kind of cool. We'll see what this, you know. I've I've know I've known some people who have seen it, um, and have recommended it. So that's I think that's in the theaters now, actually. But uh, yeah, so and then I did you see um, Killers of the Flower Moon? Uh, okay. Um, no, but not because I didn't want to. I just. I didn't want to see it didn't. in the theater. Well, I just didn't want to see it in the theater. I, I mean, it's another three and a half hour epic from uh, Scorsese. So. I know people complain about that. I'm like, you know what? Martin Scorsese can make a movie as long as he fucking wants it to be. I don't care. Um, as long as it's... I thought The Irishman was really good. Did I finish it in one sitting? No. I paused it multiple times to get up and mm-hmm. pee and make food and make drinks yeah. and yeah. socialize and do what I had to do. Socialize. It, I mean, it's look, it took a minute. I'm yeah. not gonna lie, it took a minute to get through it, but I'm glad I did. I, I came out of that experience all the better for it. I thought it was a very good film. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even really say, oh, you should have trimmed this part down. I, whatever. Um, I just I don't have a problem with a movie being long, provided yeah. that it's good consistently throughout that runtime. And so, but I don't want to sit for three and a half hours in a theater at the same time. So I'm kind of consuming. I'll be all over it is is what I'm trying to say. I'm kind of concerned. Um, Apparently, apparently Scorsese and DiCaprio are going to hook up again to do another, like a movie about Theodore Roosevelt. And uh, that's one of, well, like, well, is Leo going to, played yeah yeah he's playing teddy roosevelt and i'll say like one of one of the podcasts one of them one of like well i don't even know if it's going to necessarily be a podcast it might just end up being like an episode of a la carte but uh i i i think we we called it um i believe the name was coined hail to the keith and it's going to be it's going to kind of be like another show where i talk about um you know history american history world history presidents yeah kind of do like a, a you know do like a little uh a little biography of presidents teddy roosevelt's one of my favorite um i think mostly because he's like an original like he's like he's a he's almost like how they refer to washington as like the first action hero in america roosevelt's mm. like an action hero too and he's almost right. like a friggin comic book hero because he was sickly as a child and then ended up becoming the man that he was so it's like he's got like the uh you know, the, the, the with great power comes great responsibility type thing with him. So 
One mm. of the things I may talk about is, you know, one of the first episodes of Hail to the Chief or Hail to the Keith, rather, will probably be on Teddy <laughs> Roosevelt. And gets if shot it, in the middle of a speech, just shrugs it off. It fucking gets up and says it takes more than that to kill a bull moose. Like the guy was yeah, fucking has a just, one has a one liner in response. His, to his like B D E like they fucking invented the term for Teddy Roosevelt, you know, mm. and um, man watched man watched as Lincoln's caravan with his body was was wheeled by his house in New York. Um, and and he said to himself, what a pussy. I would have taken full. That might have been apocryphal. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I have to check the source. I think that it actually sounded more like, what a pussy. (laughs) Yeah, we said it differently. You've got to understand. There is like audio of him. That's what I want DiCaprio to do is I want DiCaprio to get the to get the The audio down because the voice is like, and people know that the business Mm. of America is business and democracy. And I want that because (laughs) that's the only thing I will accept. So I'm a little concerned that they're going to fuck this up, but right. I have faith in Scorsese and DiCaprio. I do. <laughs> I, I don't know do how too. much, but I have faith. But uh... look, I mean, listen, there, there's going to be a lot of prosthesis involved. Mm-hmm. We know that. But <laughs> if anybody can pull it off, I, I think it's that duo. Hey, my my brother says that I, I always bring up my brother. It's because I live with him and I talk to him all the time. But like mm-hmm. he says that like DiCaprio is basically our i'll say our generations tom hanks and like um, our and like our generations jimmy stewart like he's probably like the best actor of like the gen x generation well, i mean he's kind of he's scorsese's new de niro right? yeah i mean yeah but like if you want to rank like if you rank actors like i can like everybody always said tom hanks was like basically the boomers generation of jimmy stewart and DiCaprio's right there. Like DiCaprio's, that guy is fucking amazing. Everything is, he's awesome, you know. Mm-hmm. And what a range! Like the guy's got range, like nobody's business. From, I mean, he's in uh, Gilbert Grape. He goes Gilbert Grape to friggin' uh, he's in the, he's in the Titanic, and you know he's, and then he's out man there in the Iron Mask. He's the man in the Iron Mask. You know, mm. he's the man in the Iron Mask. I love that movie. Shut up. Don't be mean. It's he's total critis, he's in critters three. <laughs> he's what? Nothing. The beach Whoa, is you... I think, oh, I think the, the beach. beach is where he looks the hottest. Yeah. The beach. What about um this boy's life? Oh, this boy's life. Oh, oh, oh yeah. With oh. uh De Niro, right? With De Niro. Oh mm-hmm. what a movie. I love yeah. that movie. To this boy's life. And uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, basketball diaries and oh, basketball diaries. Like I saw that before mm-hmm. Romeo before and Juliet really blew. Yeah. yeah. And um, yep. I remember thinking, I don't know who this kid is in basketball diaries, but he's good. Fucking good. Good. Goddamn. Yeah. Good. Goddamn. I mean, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, he's just he's unbelievable in that. So, I mean, I'm OK. All with, right. Well, I'm OK with it. Leo yeah. anyway. Um, But I think that's. Movie that just came out, I didn't see it. I'm probably not going to see it. That poor things, that new movie that came out with uh, Emma Stone, and it's like a weird black comedy. Willem Dafoe, Mark mm. Ruffalo. That's like okay. I don't know. It's, it's yeah, and I don't. I think it just came out, so I don't think anybody's really even seen it yet. But uh, I, I haven't seen it. I've I've barely heard of it, but I have heard of it. <clears> um, yeah, 
I will say my my final down to the wire just barely gets in 2023 recommended mm-hmm. movie. I just mm-hmm. watched it two nights ago. Um, Saltburn. Oh yes. Oh my yes. god. Um, yeah. It's sort of like um, okay. It's sort of like Gosford Park meets Parasite. Um, set in the early 2000s. Uh, the the god, what's the actor's name? The Barry sociopath, Keegan. Barry, Barry Keegan is in it. Yes, yeah. Um, I'm thinking of the other guy from uh, Euphoria. Oh, um, he's um, Australian, Jacob. Yeah, uh, yeah. I can't say Lordy, Jacob Lordy. Yes, yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, Rosamund Pike, um, yeah, who's great. Um, it's just one of those movies that you don't really quite know where it's going. You you think you've got it figured out, and then it yeah. goes in a different direction. It's got some very, uh, shall we say, striking and perhaps upsetting visuals. <laughs> um, that striking and upsetting. Talk- have been much talked about. I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, there are yeah. some uh, gross scenes. Um, oh. It's not like graphically violent or anything like that. It's just got some wild, wild out there. Sexy stuff. scenes. I think sexy scenes, right? Some may find them sexy. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, they, they are titillating to a certain mentality, perhaps. Okay. Um, okay. Definitely a recommend that. Just, just a wild. It's one of those when people say, "Oh, this movie was a wild ride." It seems kind of, kind of cliche. Yeah, every bit of that statement would be true for this okay. film. Saltburn. All right, so good. Sounds good. So that's kind of that kind of wraps it up for uh, now. Um, Richard Grant. Mm. Richard Grant's in it. Who? No, uh, oh, yeah. People may know as uh, old Loki. Um, yeah. From season one, awesome. Uh, he he'll always be in my heart as uh, the uh, the the I think the reporter in Spice World. I think he's the member Spice. Oh World. God, does he go back that far? <laughs> I think he does. Yeah, he Jeez. was like the reporter in Spice World, I believe. All right, I, all right. Man, it's correctly. been a minute since I've seen Spice World. Spice World. <laughs> he's in Godsford Park. You were mentioning Godsford Park. He was in that. So, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I that goes back. Oh God, I went on a date to go see that movie. Not, kind of, not Gosford Park, of, Spice World. Oh, okay. I was like Gosford Park, really? No, I went. I took a, not I took a date, a date man. to go see. Uh, then I took a date, and the same girl I took to go see Titanic. I don't know what the hell I was doing in 1997. Hmm. <laughs> but man, the Spice Worlds were a thing back then. Um, Did speaking of, us know what we're doing in 1997. It's, it's, no. you know. No, nobody not not one of the better years i would say Speaking of songs, we can say we can get to we can get to what Billboard says, and I'll do the top ten because uh, I don't want to go any further than that. 
And you and I can both go, have we ever heard of this? Yeah. So this is the songs, the top 10 of 2023, as voted by the uh, reporters and staff at Billboard. So one of the things that if anybody that listens to the uh, pop video jukebox song of the days that I do is I usually will say uh, Billboard statistics, like where the song ranked and what the album rank. I always throw the Billboard information because Billboard's the, you know, they're the benchmark for music in America and in the world. So um, I usually throw out what the, oh, this was ranked up to number one or spent, you know, X amount of weeks and da, da, da. So here we go. <clears throat> this is All right, the, so these are the highest charting or what people thought were... I think these are the, I think these are the top 10 songs according to the, uh, maybe the... According to chart position, not... Yeah, and then also I believe... Quality. Yeah, and I believe what the uh, uh, the staff at Billboard picked as well. So, All okay, right. number ten, uh, Rima and Selena Gomez, "Calm Down," and I'll play All a little right. bit for you. All right, with seven seconds in, I have no idea what the fuck this song is. Um. Now, one I thing I will one, one thing I will say is I've been I have been throughout the show uh kind of bumping bumper bumping bumpering the, the top five. Bumping two something. Yeah. Okay. So um you'll hopefully hear some of these a little bit more, but uh let me kind of jump ahead. We'll jump ahead what 10 seconds. So I'm gonna go to like 17 mm. seconds in. Here we go. <laughs> and, and nothing. You no, I mean, okay. Um, yeah, Nigerian artist Rima initially released the single from his debut solo album, Raven Ross. Um, that's enough of that. Okay, uh, number nine, <laughs> just wave that off. Number nine is Olivia Rodrigo. Now, I know Olivia Rodrigo, she's a big yes, star. I do too. Um, people like her. Uh, my nephew talks about how the girls in his high school like olivia rodrigo so she, this well, is... she's having a moment right now she she was what disney girl and now she's trying to mm -hmm. like distance herself from that yep that so whole, this is yeah, uh wholesome th image this song is get him back uh which is off her enthralling sophomore album guts so this is oh this is says it's the older sister version of Driver's License, which I know was a big song. Okay, yeah, I, I do know what this is actually. Okay, nice try, yeah. Olivia. Uh, well, I don't. Here's the thing. I I don't think that song is actually that good. Um, but what else? What I have heard from that album <laughs> is pretty good. That the um, non singles. <laughs> it looks like the high. Oh, Vampire, which was not in the top ten, but this is Vampire. Jesus, that's off the fucking ballad. Okay, thank you, Olivia. Um, okay, yeah, uh, that one's also kind of a duck to me. Yeah. Number eight, uh, but Pink... I, I did know the song, so I pat myself on the back. Yeah, that. you should pat yourself on the back. I mean, guts, it's got well, because I looked and I'm on spot, I'm on Spotify, and uh, 
Vampire had 657,166,194. I'm assuming plays. That's plays. Um, All American Bitch. Bad Idea Right. So I don't really know much else, but uh, I, I, I don't listen to this music anyway. I, I listen to Fleetwood Mac. So, you know, you can't really go by Well, I do too, in fairness. Number eight, Pink Pantheris and Ice Spice, Boy's a Liar, part two. So this song was so fucking good, they had to do a part two. Do you remember oh. when Metallica did Unforgiven 2? And the Unforgiven 2, yeah. yeah I know. Here we go. Load and reload. Okay. Uh, <laughs> boy's a liar. What the fuck? Yeah. No, I, I don't know that. I'm sorry. I feel like these are songs off of like fucking TikTok. Like, well, with its... I, look, a, a lot of these are going to be very TikTok influenced. And that's mm-hmm. part of the thing that um, I think is contributing to why we're not. Re- yeah. We're we're in our 40s. We're men for yeah. one thing. But yeah. yeah, I think music has just become. Yeah like all of pop culture increasingly fragmented in ways that if it just doesn't even algorithmically <laughs> slide into your your reels your 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 tiktoks your uh your, your facebook uh what, what's the facebook version of um tiktok and reels and uh uh, YouTube shorts and stories, yeah, stories or something. Yeah, stories, but I mean, you. like you know, what's funny is if I, it doesn't I, even if it doesn't even get in front of you, you're gonna have yeah. no idea what it is. And why well, would it for somebody like us? I will say that uh, on one list, I did notice that the uh, the new Beatles song that came out, oh, right, like seventy five years later, the new Beatles song was yes. was, but it was it was another one of those things where. You know, they had a recording from, they had a tape from John. They had yeah. a recording where George played a solo. And then, you know, Paul came in and did all the work. And then, you know, fucking Ringo slapped his fucking seal of approval on it. And they released it. And I guess it hit the charts. I mean, so. It was, yeah. 2023, the fucking Beatles are still charting. So who knows? But. Uh, Which the uh, last time that happened was. When was the other? When was the last? Ninety four. I think it was ninety four during the anthology thing. Yeah, right? I think it was ninety four. Yeah, real, um, not real. Real love didn't. I don't think charted. It was um, free as a bird. That might that be what I'm thinking. Like, okay, free yeah. as a bird. Um, no, free as a bird is the one that I think charted. The other one I don't think charted. The other one actually, real love is better than free as a bird. Believe it or not. Yes, but that's yeah, another yeah. story for another day. Um, yes, I'm trying to look on this one. You know what's funny is in the top ten, no Taylor Swift. Well, she didn't yeah. have any new, quote unquote, she didn't have any new music as oh. much as people complained about her this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why she's been so front and center. She didn't have really, mm. I mean, yes, she did have music to promote because she did Taylor's version of, um, you know, but it was Taylor's version of 1989, which came out, which was near near to ago. my heart. Yeah. Yes, which I that's what yeah, isn't that one of your wasn't that one of your me. island albums that you were gonna take with you? I, I believe it was, yeah. Uh, um okay. I, I love that, but beyond she didn't have any original new music this year. I think that's why you've seen mm-hmm. the quote unquote Taylor Swift brand being pushed as uh, hard as it is this year to make up for the fact that for the I first see. time in probably several years, she didn't have any 
new, truly new um, singles to promote. I'll tell you, I'll be she's real. Been prolific. She's been really prolific here in the last few years, right? In terms yeah. of songwriting and releasing yeah. new material. Like, I, well, I don't know if this, this is a first... remix version, but on this list is that um, that Cruel song. Summer. No, not Cruel Summer. What was it? I just saw Karma featuring Ice Spice, so it must be a remix. Oh, yeah, because Karma is from, uh, from her latest. Oh, well, here's something that's new, and you know this this guy. Uh, is it Troy Savon? Troy Savon, yes. Um, Troy Savon, this is Rush. This is number seven. Mm-hmm. I know it. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a summer song. It's a very summer song. It's very gay. Um, okay. A lot, play it for a lot a of while. No, it's. I mean, you can, um, but I don't think it's his best single this year. Um, it might be his best video because there's a lot of really sexually charged energy. Oh yeah, but his best um, single, gosh, either Is it one of your girls, either one of your girls, or got me. I really like got me. Got me started is the one that it's one of your girls. Made. Oh wait, what's got me started? Go ahead, Timothy Shamal. Got me started is the one that Timothy Shalmay did the the parody of on SNL a few weeks ago. Okay, where he shows his little red undies. Oh, oh, is this the kid that? Oh, okay, yeah. so this is the kid that shows the red undies on yeah. YouTube. <laughs> yes, because like they were talking about him, and I think I actually like Googled and I didn't spell his name right. So well, he. Up. Well, he and Timothy Chalamet look very similar, but yeah, I'm looking um, at his artist photo. God, I'm, I told I was, was going to say I'm going to be pissed when these show up as the friggin' songs I listen to, like in my wrap up. I was going to say you maybe been listening to them because <laughs> I think got me started. Slaps. Um, honestly, that's oh. a pretty sexually charged video too. It's oh. um. That's why I'm looking at. I'll just say that it is. I admire it because it is very sexually forward in the mm. ways that. I mean, a lot of videos are, but it's all very heteronormative. Well, there's that little Nas X, the one with uh, Jack. Uh, yeah, not yeah. Jack. This White, is more in. Yeah. This is more in that vein. It it feels okay. like something he would do. All right, so the next one, number six, this is Boy Genius with Not Strong Enough. Okay. Um no, that's not that's <laughs> it's got Phoebe Bridgers in the band. I know she's like a name. She's been on Saturday Night Live. Feels Honestly, a I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, if I don't know the band, I skip like I fast forward through that. Go right to the fucking weekend update. <laughs> so now this song I know, this song I sing in my car, and I kind of like this one actually, and I think it's because I like her, and it's Doja Cat, Paint the Town Red. Okay, all right. I don't know why I like this song, but I fucking like this. It's catchy, and I sing this when I'm driving in my car, and it comes on like the, the you know, top hit station that I got. And it's I just at like least some, yeah. Well, because I too like too is. It sounds like she says instead of devil, it sounds like she says devil. And I laugh because I'm like, 
It's like Kathy Bates and with the water boy. Mm, devil, devil, devil. <laughs> that is not where I thought that was going. That's amazing. <laughs> Ooh, she a devil. She a bad little bitch. She a rebel. <laughs> like, mm. It kind of is catchy. It is. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I got family in the South that, are, that would probably say that. I'm I'm a bad bitch. I'm a rebel, you know? So mm-hmm. my fucking sister would say that, even though she's not. Would your mother say it? No. My mother, oh, she's a bitch. I don't know about that. <laughs> my mother, no, I, I married a rebel. Not a, no. Your father was a rebel, not me. I was a good girl. I went to school, in Catholic school. No, she didn't, go to a devil. she didn't go to Catholic school. No, my mother, my mother's biggest thing about uh, being Catholic is um, <clears throat> she would tell us the story about how when she was like nine or 10 or something, she stole a piece of, uh, she stole a ring, like a costume jewelry, not costume jewelry, but like, it wasn't like a real, like a expensive <laughs> ring. It was like a little ring at like a store and she stole it. Perish for a bit. And she was like devastated and she prayed to God to forgive her so she could go to heaven. And I and she wanted to return it, but she never did. And she was like, I was so bad. I sold this piece of costume jewelry and I prayed every night that God would forgive me. And I was like, and I was like, bitch, you a rebel. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Get the, the song is about her. Yeah. I was like, you know how much shit I've stolen in my life? A lot. Some hearts, mm. not a lot. Um, some hearts. Number four. Miley Cyrus, flowers. Do you know flowers? I know this. I yes, I do know this. I I wouldn't say it's um, my favorite Miley Cyrus uh, tune, but it's it's fine. Oh, I know this one. Yeah, I can yeah, send. I was gonna flowers. say you probably know it. You probably yeah. know it once it gets cold. I can send myself flowers. Who's she talking about in this? I think it's just kind of a breakup song. Okay. Well, she didn't. She's she's married still. I think to uh, to what's his name, isn't she? Or no? Well, I mean, it may not be autobiographical, but I think generally not, it's not. She's not Taylor. Mm. She doesn't write all her songs well, about not so much all of her fucking breakups. Um. All right. So that's flowers. Number three. This is Bizarrap and Shakira with. Reserp Music Sessions Volume 53. <laughs> nope. There's no way. <laughs> it says Bzerp. B-Z-R-P. Bzerp Music. Which is kind of funny Zerp. because I was I, I, I was saying recently I was like, where the fuck is Shakira been? Yeah. Oh, it's a Latin song. Alright. Oh, it says that this is be- it says um <clears throat> Uh, it's this song isn't just a song. Okay, it's a seismic cultural moment. Collaborating with Argentine B- DJ Bizarrap during a vulnerable period, the Colombian superstar's diss track targeting her unfaithful ex Gerard Piquet became the most played Latin song on Spotify in 24 hours while breaking several okay. records. Okay, so this may not be that much of an american phenomenon but is is a big deal deserve um wow 857 million plays wow okay um now this is billy eilish what what was i made for this is number two and you know this one right 
Mm-hmm. This seems like a. Oh yeah, I know this song. This is all over TikTok. People do this shit on TikTok all the time. <laughs> I watch. I, TikTok's my. It's my poop app. I watch it while I'm going to the bathroom. As I'm sure. Oh, this Billy is from Barbie. Yeah, this was from Barbie. Yeah, oh, yeah. She's now. What was I made for? I get it. Okay. Yeah, it's on the soundtrack. Okay. And the last song. This is number one. I never even heard of this. Uh, SZA, S-Z-A, Kill Bill. I, I never even heard of this song. Well, let me get some music. I never heard of that song before. No, we're not cool enough to know this. Oh, my God. It shattered plenty more records on other Billboard charts, like most weeks at number one on R&B hip hop with 21 weeks. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, congratulations, SZA, uh, for being the number one Billboard song of the year. That's a yeah. Well, that was somewhat embarrassing. Not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Somewhat embarrassing. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're. I don't know. You're. You're more of a hip cat. Uh, than I am. It's good to see I, Sam I, Smith I think is I just, in the top ten. <laughs> well, I don't like Sam Smith. Do you like Sam Smith? I a, used to, not so much these days. I think he's he's lost his. They, I don't know. Um, gone yeah. a bit, and then bit, um, um, over. Yeah, just overdoing it, doing too much. Yeah. Um. Gosh, so no, um, shit, n- none of the the fucking country revivals like uh, no, Morgan Wallen uh, with his uh last night or or I don't know what other hits he had. What about um Jason Aldean's uh, "Try That in a Small Town"? What? Where's where's um where, where's the Richmond North of Richmond? Where's Where's that guy who covered? Um, I don't know what to tell you, uh, buddy. Bascar. I don't know what to tell you. This is what I see. These were all pretty big, right? I mean, I mean, I'm looking at like the list on, you know, this was this was Billboard. I'm looking at other songs that came, you know, like there's a. Uh, I mean, it gave Tracy Chapman a good year. Not that she had to do anything, but she made some money. I mean, she made we got some money off of that cover. Well, there's some other ones here, like the Hollywood Reporter lists uh, SZA, Snooze, Beyonce, Cuff It, Jonas Brothers, Vacation Eyes. Jonas uh, Do- Brothers? Yeah, Dochi, What It Is, Victoria Monet, On My Mama, uh, Billie Eilish, What Was I Made For, Zach Bryan featuring Casey Musgrave. That's the country one. I remember everything. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, Mitski, My Love, Mine All, My Love, Mine All, Mine. I mean, that's the top 10 songs from Hollywood Report. I don't fucking know. I mean, it seems... This is what I'm saying. It's so fragmented, and I don't think there is much you can say in terms of an overriding theme for music of this year. It was just really all over the place. Well, this is... Apparently, this is the top track, oddly enough, not voted by... Um, on the thing, this is the this is the top track of 2023. 
Yes, that's the Morgan Whaley song. So last night. Yeah, that's what I thought it would be. Okay, well then there you go. Oh, that off my fucking thing. I can't stand the music. I've heard him described as um, not Maroon Five, but Saloon Five. <laughs> I just Isn't that I. Good? It's fucking great. I can't stand country music anyway, but that's just me. I'm just I, I don't like it. I can't stand it. It just bothers me so much. But that's me. I, I don't know what to tell you. Saloon five. Saloon five. That's good. I think with that, I think we should move into the final. Oh, this is so bad. The final stages. The finals. The, fi- the final stages of this. While we're still conscious. We're talking about people who have left us, who have sh- shuffled off that mortal coil um, oh, in 2023. Um, I mean, I'm not going to name all the people that have passed away. Um, I think we can name some of them. Uh, there will be, I'll try to throw in a few non actors and actresses just so that way uh-huh. people can are aware of like you know other Make people it, that send us your complaints over who got snubbed just like it's the oscars yes this is not my in memoriam but um i think uh we could start off by saying some names some iconic names like um tina turner passed away mm-hmm. um suzanne summers passed away obviously rosalind carter passed away um norman lear who recently passed away in december uh norman lear you know legendary producer he did all in the family the jeffersons Mm -hmm. um ryan o'neill the actor ryan o'neill yeah um uh sandra day o'connor the first female justice u.s justice of the supreme court um pete's least favorite person on the in in history henry kissinger the former, secretary, time, right? sorry, former secretary of state and war criminal fucking douchebag um some uh bobby knight kissinger be, not kissinger not pete to be clear yeah no not pete kissinger bobby knight legendary coach for indiana he passed away um this year uh also matthew perry I think we should mention Matthew oh, Perry. That's right. God yep. Damn. Matthew Perry was probably Matthew Perry might be up there as one of the like maybe the bit maybe the biggest name. That's well, the eh, yeah. Paul Rubens. Well, it just it was so unexpected. I mean Paul, yeah. Paul Rubens, I think, is more unexpected because um uh, I don't know. I feel, like maybe, fuck, you know. I feel like people maybe would have had him as a dark horse, like mm. death pool candidate. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. You're right. Bob Barker passed Paul, away just for Paul Rubin reasons. Yeah, right. Uh, Paul Paul Rubens passed away, which is kind of you know that's kind of interesting. I mean, 
no, I just said Paul Rubens. Bob Barker, I meant to say. Bob Barker passed Ooh. away. Uh, Terry Funk, oh, legendary yeah. professional wrestler, former NWA world champion, Terry Funk. Never heard of him. Yeah. Never heard of him? No. Um, yeah. Tim Wakefield, former Boston Red Sox, great pitcher, knuckleballer. Um, you know, oh, I thought he was a porn star. No, Tim Wakefield, uh, he was probably one of the, he was like one of the nicest, nicest guys. And um, the knuckleball, just so you know, is a, is a difficult pitch in baseball to throw and hit. And um, there's very few baseball players who have been able to master that pitch. Uh, Tim Wakefield was one of them. And uh, great knuckleballsman, you're saying. Yes. And um, it was when he died, he died, in, he died October 1st. And it was really, it was very sad for sports fans in Boston um, because, and Pittsburgh, he was a Pittsburgh pirate too for the beginning of his career. But um, he was also just like genuinely like one of the nicest guys. And it was a kind of came as a shock. Like nobody even knew he was sick. And uh, next thing you know, he was gone and it kind of was really, it sucked. It really was bad. It was really painful. Um May he now be playing with the Angels in the... I'm sorry, I'm being an asshole. Yes. No, that's fine. That's fine. Jimmy Buffett passed away. Uh, I know my mm. my old high school... No, my old no elementary school music teacher was a big parrot head, and we go all the time with, like, people. So, you know. Uh, I had mentioned Diane Feinstein earlier this... <laughs> earlier, yeah. she died finally. <laughs> I need to say finally. Merc- mercifully, yes. 90 years old. I don't think she was inhaling Me. anymore, you know. Um, Lord have mercy. So we had lost Richard Harris years ago. We finally lost the other Dumbledore. Michael Gambon passed away. Oh, okay. but Michael Gambon did a lot more than obviously that. Um, you know, just that. But, uh, yeah. Who else are we? Who else is shuffled off? Sinead o- Sinbad O'Connor. Sinead O'Connor passed away. Ooh, I forgot. Yeah. Yep. Tony Bennett passed away. I don't know if you remember that. Um, Alan Arkin, the great Alan Arkin, passed away. Mm. You know. Which is that's a shame. That's a that's a loss. He was a great actor even up into his his older age. Um, Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, passed away. That's a shame. That is a shame. You know, shame he never got Pat Robertson who passed away. Uh, it would have been nice if he had gotten him in a a bombing years before, but that's you know that didn't happen. So uh, may he rot in hell. Yeah, <laughs> cheeky baby, the Iron Sheik finally left us after years of people believing he had already died, and his kids were running his Twitter <laughs> that's account. True, <laughs> that is true. The Iron Sheik finally left us this year. Uh, Jim Brown, former uh, running back and you know NFL Hall of Famer, also uh, actor back in the seventies and eighties. Jim Brown was uh, one of the one of the great one of the best running backs of all time as well in uh, the NFL and NFL. I know you don't really know what a running back is, but you know um, Doyle Brunson. I don't know if you know Doyle Brunson. He was a poker player, two time world champion. Really? He, uh, oh. Yeah, played Texas Hold'em. Yep, Doyle Brunson. I didn't know those guys were notable yeah. enough to make oh, these yeah. lists. Some of them <laughs> are but the big ones. Are you know mm. uh, Jerry Springer died? Yeah. Okay. You remember Jerry Springer died. Harry Belafonte died. You know? Damn. Yeah. yeah. Len Goodman, the guy that used to judge the people on Dancing with the Stars. You honk amazing. That guy. <laughs> you know. <laughs> that's how I remember what, when I'd be at my mother's house and hearing him and he'd go like, he would say like. I'm sorry. That just took me out. <laughs> you <laughs> I feel like he was the guy that I would announce the name. I always remember Harry and Alba. Like that's all I remember listening to. And my mother would be watching friggin' uh, 
Dancing with the Stars. Len Goodman, you are amazing. It's a beautiful way of dancing the Lombarda. Like, just that That's fucking guy. Tremendous. Well, <laughs> I don't know. Um, <coughs> I don't know. Joe Pepitone, former Yankee great. <laughs> mm. uh, and the man that uh, Kramer said didn't uh, designed uh, uh, what's it called? Central Park. When he was doing the horse race, and, oh, the Central Park was, uh, you know, was designed by Joe Pepitone back in the Civil War era. So, Kramer getting a little of his dates wrong there. Inside Central Park, yeah, he designed Central Park. Raquel Welch died. Fucking yeah. Raquel Welch, way back in February of this year, she died. The I'm Bell, not sure. Elzer. I'm not what? sure. I knew Raquel Welch was still alive when she died um well all i know about raquel welch is that she she's a crazy straight-on woman and she fights like that uh, yeah, <laughs> another uh, seinfeld reference now with this list is people that have been on seinfeld or referenced in seinfeld seinfeld curse man mm -hmm. it is uh great great hockey player from the day back in the day uh bobby hall you know he was love you, you bobby yeah bobby you. hall yep 84 years old, he passed away. He left us in January of last year. Um, let's see. A uh, couple, Burt Baccarat. I don't know if you're a big fan of Burt Baccarat. Um, not no. a big Baccaratsman. Uh, Are you a bi were you a bigger fan of David Crosby by any chance? Arguably, yes. Um, mm. But it's, you know. What about Jeff Beck or Lisa Marie? Lisa Marie Presley and Jeff Beck both passed away. I would say yeah. Jeff Beck more yeah. so. Well, the thing that was crazy about Lisa Marie, didn't she kind of go the same way? Or I'm not saying on the toilet, but on the on the toilet, didn't she kind of have the same uh, digestional hmm. digestive issue? You know what? I don't know. Um, possibly. I think it was kind of similar where yeah. she was. Hmm. Yeah. Well, she had a heart like, attack. It seems and then she was taken well i think it um yeah mm -hmm. i think the heart attack was induced by some oh uh, it could be anyway could be. i i may be i may be getting that totally twisted that's but... okay that's all right julian sands uh actor i don't know if you remember him he was um from warlock yes yep yep he was yep he passed away Probably earlier in the year. yeah yeah i remember him in arachnophobia remember he shows up in arachnophobia. And arachnophobia. yeah he was the um the scientist Shit. or the you know, yeah uh-huh uh jay briscoe of the briscoe brothers one half of the briscoe brothers the tag team uh in a horrific horrific car crash actually that took the life of i believe him in is one of his kids or two of his kids i think was that this year Jesus. yeah that was in january yeah happened so and the last one i left off um just because i wanted to say something oh i should say lance reddick um who was known for playing in the wire he was john wick he was in John Wick. He um, he passed away, which was mm. at 60, which was terrible. That was a loss because that guy's great. Whenever he would show up and shit, I was always like, oh, I love that guy. But the last person that I want to mention um, is um, Andre Brower, who uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine oh. and um, yeah. Homicide. And he died recently. Like, he passed away December 11th. Yeah. And I honestly, like, that fucking shook me because Brooklyn Nine-Nine was one of my favorite fucking shows that was on like it was like it was almost i mean it was must see tv which is funny because it was ended up on nbc but uh 
I love that show. And he was Captain Holt, and he was probably one of the best characters on yeah. a sitcom. And never got his never got his due. Like he never won a grant uh, on a Grammy. He never won an Emmy. And I was always kind of bummed out about that because I always felt that he was just like he was the fucking balls. Like Captain Holt was like one of the best characters. And uh, overall, that show was so fucking good. But uh, so deadpan. It's so wonderful. He, he, um, was, he was amazing. Like you can go you could spend hours on the rabbit hole of YouTube looking up. Yes, I've done some, Captain yes. Holt things and just never get tired I, of just how amazing the guy was. You know, I loved him on Homicide in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I just incidentally, it had nothing to do with him, but it was a couple of days. It may have been the day after he died. Mm. I rewatched um, the movie uh, Primal Fear. Oh uh, my God. I was just going to fucking mention that. Were you really? Because I, yes. For, for no reason. I just he's, rewatched because it's so good in that. Completely forgot. Completely yeah. forgot he was even in it. And I'm like, Three hours in this fucking movie, but yeah. but I don't know. All right, so I don't know if you remember, but the the first thing that I saw him in was Glory. Do you remember the movie Glory? Oh yeah, yeah. And he's uh-huh. he's and I remember watching watching that in school. <laughs> yeah, and he he plays um one of the you know one of the African American soldiers. But the uh-huh. thing about him is he I believe he was like a freed slave who happened to be like at least on friendly terms with Matthew Broderick's character. Right. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And he signs up to fight, even though he didn't, you know, he didn't have to, like he, he, didn't he really volunteered. To, yeah. And, and I remember like, there's like this scene where something's going on. I forget what it was. And like the, um, the drill sergeant is like being real aggressive and like beating the, the, the African soldiers or whatever. And Andre Brower, I think is one of them. And he kind of looks at Matthew Broderick and Matthew Broderick's like, listen, dude, you fucking signed up for this. Like, this is the, you know, I can't help you or whatever, like get back in line. And, mm-hmm. and it was just, I remember like seeing like Andre Brower, I think he's crying even in there. And he's just like, Oh my God, it was so good. And that was like the first time I saw him. And then he pops up in friggin' uh, rise of the silver surfer. <laughs> like in sequel. Fantastic. Oh, and uh-huh. I was like, I, I was like, what the fuck? Why is he here? <laughs> and um, and then he was in like, remember City of Angels, the movie with uh, uh, Nick Cage. Oh shit! Yeah, he's like Nicholas uh, Cage's like friend in that. He's like, like his confidant or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I just every time he showed up and stuff, I was always like, man, this guy's fucking great. Like he's just good in everything he showed up in. Um, I didn't really watch Homicide all that much you know like occasionally i would probably catch an episode of it or whatever um is it richard belzer it's never streaming it's never streaming and it pisses me off and i think isn't yeah that's what john munch started was on that's where richard belzer originated yeah the the john munch character which is funny because that's not a uh that's not a show of um by uh dick wolf it's not a dick wolf show right I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a Dick Wolf. No, show. but it it takes funny, place but... in the same. It takes place in the same universe because yeah. Well, yeah. John Munch. Munch yeah, Munch is the same there. character on uh, Munch. <laughs> yeah, on and uh, on uh, SVU. And then obviously his role on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine was just amazing, and uh, you know his middle name was Keith, so uh, you mm-hmm. know. That's, 
always one of those little weird things. But yeah, I just I remember and when I heard that he passed away, I was like, man, fucking sucks because he was so good. Like he's so good in pri- what's he like? The is he like the um the the private investigator in Primal Fear? Yeah, he's he's Richard Gere's PI yeah. um on his staff, which uh yeah. also included Mara Tierney, who Oh yeah, quite. Who I forgot was in the movie. Also, I was like, yeah. "Have I fucking seen this movie?" Because I don't remember anyone being in it other than Richard Gere, Laura Fucking Lenny, and Edward Norton. Which I mean, that's three freaking huge names right there. I love Laura, yeah. Laura Lenny. Don't you? Absolutely. Like Laura Lenny's like such a good fucking actress. Like she's just so she's good. great. In that, she is so good in that movie. She's so good. Yeah, she's. Oh my god, that the the final. I did, let me just say, I, I did not. Re, I did not regret re- rewatching it. it. No, no, that's one of those movies that like if I come across it on television, usually like it's it's never on regular TV. It's always on like one of the premium channels. But like yeah. if I ever come oh, across yeah. it, I stop and watch it and usually finish it. But and then she's in friggin' when she's in um the Truman Show, she's fucking awesome in the Truman mm-hmm. Show. Like. Mm-hmm. I love Laura Linney. Like she's like, she's like low key one of like the best actresses I feel like out there. Like she's so good, you know. And then I seen clips of um because she did the C word right or the big C yeah or uh, the big um I think it's called the big C on big C. Which I don't know why I say I think I watched every episode of it. Yeah, and on she's great in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know that's also that that's got Oliver Platt. I fucking love Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt was her husband in that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. He's so good. Oliver Platt's so good. Oh, God. Man, there's like one of the things like I know one of the things on um, BFA Live, Pete and I always talk about like some of the lesser, the lesser, the lesser revered wrestlers. I'm like that with actors. Like there's actors out there that I feel like everybody like everybody loves Merrill. Everybody talks about Tom Hanks. Everybody talks about, you know, Leo. And, and it's and they believe me, they deserve all the accolades that they get but man you give me fucking oliver platt and laura linney and fucking i'm a happy guy like oliver platt and shit is so good and i feel like i'd say laura linney's a lesser act she's pretty i mean she's laura fucking linney come on she's laura fucking linney yes but i'm feeling like like laura linney's never getting like they're not hiring her to play friggin you know margaret thatcher you know what i mean well i don't know well they might at this point i don't know imagine if laura linney had the uh had the role and had the roles of Meryl instead. Like she had the path mm-hmm. of Meryl. Could you picture her and like it's complicated? I could. Yeah, fully. <laughs> I sure could. My favorite is um in the John Adams miniseries. There's like the one. There's the one episode where with apologies to uh, our proprietor uh, JT. Yes, I could picture her and it's complicated. <laughs> um, look, don't get me wrong. I... Why, is Meryl's JT, Meryl is, but... is JT like a huge Meryl fan? No, that's just his favorite movie. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> he loves it. The best part of that movie is when that's <laughs> when Alec Baldwin's got his dick out and it's right in Steve Martin's face. <laughs> on the ask him, ask him how many times he's seen that movie. Oh, I probably as many as me. I've seen that movie a ton of times. I okay. watch. I love that fucking movie. I you love guys. That movie. Yeah, you guys need to compare notes. All right, well, I mean, I've seen it. I don't. I don't remember that. It's movie. So good. Oh, it's so good. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I just no, but it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's complicated. <laughs> I get, it's com- now I know I should get. Uh, you know I, what, Laura Dern. Uh, Laura Dern is an actress who mm, I feel like a lot of her roles. I, yes. I could I could swap those with a Laura Linney, and not mm-hmm. just because they're both named Laura. Yep. 
they're just sort of similar in terms of like I just I just really like both of them, you know, and, Lord, and feel like they they have a similar wavelength, I guess. Yeah. And she's and Laura Dern's good. I mean, is Laura Dern's most notable movie Jurassic Park? And that's I mean, probably it would, I it. Think it would have to be, but yeah. her best work was on a show called Enlightened on HBO. Oh yeah. From like the early 2010s, I want to say yeah. it only lasted two, maybe three seasons. I think just two seasons. Yeah. That was a good, that was a great show. That was a killer show that yeah, nobody that watched. That was a good show. Nobody watched. You know it's a good well, movie that she you know it's a good movie she's in. She's got a pretty good role in it too. Is um you ever see A Perfect World? Yes. With Kevin mm-hmm. Costner and Clint Eastwood. Cos- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking so good. God, I love God. freaking movie. That's what so geek out over the these oh please we could sit here for hours talking especially me and you we could sit here for hours talking about movies oh, that are so friggin good <laughs> that they're it's so amazing it's all amazing but i will say that uh going back rest to in peace real, andre bro right rest in peace no but i will say that you know just um like i said to kind of finish up like with Andre Bra- uh, Brower, it was just, it was, it was, it hurt that he was gone. Um, and um, I will miss him dearly. Uh, I kind of will miss like Matthew Perry and shit. Like just cause he was kind of, not that he was having a resurgence as a career, but he was having a resurgence as like a, a figure and a personality. Yeah. yeah and it's kind of sad that like, that's kind of ending now, you know? So well, yeah, yeah. ended. Yeah, right. I mean, it's over. Let's face it. God, Keith. Um, no, I mean he he had published that um, that autobiography, right? That yeah. I think, yeah, was pretty well received. Like I remember my mom saying, "I had just read his autobiography like a week ago." Like, you know, yeah, yeah. So. Well. But on a sad anyway. note, I think that was that didn't really want to end on a sad note, but I think that it's fine to end on a sad note. Well, look, note. I mean, um, I just wanted to say that these celebrity deaths are kind of getting to the point that I hate to say it, but I, I, I'm forgetting that they happened. So when you mentioned Tina Turner, yeah, I had one of those oh shit moments, like oh shit, sure. she did die. Um, yeah, Suzanne Summer is like what, like how. Mm-hmm. And I, I am, I, I am fearing that there were a lot of those last year that I have since forgotten that they died. And I'm going. Well, I mean, you know, as oh, we're recording crap, this, dead. as we're recording this today, we found out that uh, former professional wrestler Killer Khan passed away. So I mean, there's people dying every day. You know, what are you gonna uh, do? <laughs> what are you? Gonna do? <laughs> what the fuck, are you gonna do, man? But uh, with that being said, uh, I do want to thank you. I think that wraps up 2023 pretty well. A nice little That's bow, you know. Um, thank you so much for joining me, Tim. I, 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 I don't know how I could have done this without you. Um, you bring so much joy and happiness in my world. <laughs> well, I well, thank you for saying so, and I, uh, and I, I appreciate uh, being your last guest to send out the year. And I hope this was a fitting year in review for yes. uh, for all of your listeners. And I think so. Um, 
actually, uh, Bruce Willis is, is actually, he's calling. He's on the other line now. He's saying um, oh. our year in review show actually sucked, Keith. He uh, wasn't a fan. You know what, Bruce? Real... You're a real card. <laughs> he's a real curmudgeon these days. And he was just... <laughs> Anyway. You know what, Bruce? I know you're. I know you're not feeling well, and I'm going to let you slide on this. But uh, just remember that you've only won. Uh, you know, a uh, you've only ever won a uh, blockbuster movie award. So just take it. That's easy. right. You, you haven't even won a cable ace award. Come on. <laughs> I hope people don't think we're actually making fun of Bruce no. Willis and his no. diminished. No state these days it, it truly no, is just no. a inside joke slash callback it's, to yeah it's a very inside callback joke to listen the to the last episode folks yes. if, if you're not before you start shitting all over me you know yeah before you send us letters yeah please don't send me any letters but please send with me letters however if you would like to reach out to me you can reach uh, me on uh the at flounder824 at the yahoo at the gmail it's the same uh, also on the Twitter, you can reach out to me on at Flounder824. Um, I had said it earlier, but I'll say it again. Tim is at Psych C Y K E six eight. That's right. On yeah. Twitter. Yep. Uh, uh, on so... Appropriately enough, now that Twitter is X, I think I have fully um rebranded my Twitter as an oh. X-Men fan account. Nice. <laughs> because that's just where I'm at these days. Um, yeah, I I don't know what to tell you. It is what it is. I'm gonna shit post about X Men, and sure, we're gonna be happy with that. I'm good with that. You gotta. Looks like you have the last thing you reposted on here is a uh, the Claremont run, and it's got the Wolverine Second Fever Dream and Ultimate X Men number two fifty one is the one mm-hmm. that. Uncanny X-Men, not Ultimate. Uncanny X-Men 251 is it ultimately spurs him into action along the way it explores the fundamental duality of Logan's character as someone equally caught between their borders of animal and man. Mm. The Claremont Run uh, is a Twitter account and it's basically academic studies of uh, Chris Chris Claremont's uh, multi-year, decade, 16-year long X-Men authorship. I just um, followed it, so I'm on there. I am too. deeply, deeply, deeply jealous that these people get actual funding to do this, um, mm-hmm. like professionally. I think they're Canadian. Um, I don't recall the university they're affiliated with, but it's like a legit. Well, maybe you uh, should, maybe you should reach I out to them and see if they can bring you on as a, uh, you know, as an I ad will, hoc or something. I will continue to court them. You know. And play my little parlor games. Yeah, St. Jerome's University, Department of English. There you go. Wow, there you go. Yeah. Well, That's amazing. Please don't forget to check out Exposition on the Jenny Position here on the North South Connection Podcast Network. Also, check out uh, 9021 No So, the, as I said, the pinnacle uh, review show of uh, Beverly Hills 90210 at um, Tim co-hosts along with yeah, uh, with the uh, aforementioned JT Rosero. That's, uh, yep, 902 and no, so that is its own podcast, uh, yep. dedicated podcast. Pretty, we Not necessarily on the North-South Connection or Place to Be Nation. Well, but, uh, spinoff, as the name would imply, spinoff from North-South Connection, but mm-hmm. um, retrospective reviews of every episode. We are 
as you and I are recording this, Keith, about to finish uh, season two, mm. JT and myself and, uh, Good and our guest. Yeah, we're going to be rolling into season three of that nice. series uh, and into the new year, which will be very, very exciting. The releases are, you know, a, a few episodes behind where we are recording because we're yep. professionals, you see, and give ourselves a uh, comfortable buffer. But uh, hmm. folks will be hearing some uh, season three 90210 reviews from us uh, pretty shortly into the new year. All right. I love it. And it looks like I think we aired, I think episode one was like May something, May 5th. So May 5th to December 31st. How about that, huh? How about it? Yeah. All right, Tim. Thank you so much. Uh, Happy New Year, my friend. Happy New Year to you, Keith. Thank you. And I'll talk to you in 2024, buddy. Uh, I'll see you next year.